0: I think we look fine. Good. <laughs> All right. Episode 15 of the I Am Your Friend podcast, and our guest today is our friend Anthony, a.k.a. Muge. What's up, dude? What's going on, dog?
1: <laughs> Fucking living it. Hell yeah, living dog. It. I'm happy so happy, happy here. you're here. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: How was uh, How was your fourth?
1: It was good. Yeah. It was good. My kid's super stoked on fireworks this year. Oh, for real? So that was, like, something I was really worried about. Yeah, of course. And- I was
0: terrified of fireworks as a kid. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's part of it, right? Like, yeah. Like- Nonstop explosions all around your head all day,
0: totally. But he was loving it.
1: Oh yeah, he was hooked. My uh, my wife's cousin brought like half sticks of dynamite. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and yeah. he's just like chucking them, and you know what I mean, lighting right. them, chucking them. And kid was not phased. Wow! Didn't even look up. That's crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it.
0: My next door neighbors had M80s, and they were blowing off. And uh, I, I like you know, was startled every time. Yeah, and it was like I was I was taking a piss at one point. And they went off, and I was like, you know, yeah, Jesus, like, not gonna mess to clean up because it's scary. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a good time though. There was tons of fireworks going off. I saw a tweet this morning that was like, were fireworks like buy one get a hundred thousand free," because <laughs> like everybody, like, yeah, I think it was probably has something to do with, you know, getting to celebrate this year sure. more than we did last year. Sure. So uh, you know, everybody was probably in a celebratory mood. That's like even if you are not usually a fireworks person, people were like, we're, we're going. we got to do it this
1: year, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's do it. And <clears throat> you know what too? Like even without like people who like a lot of people travel to Pennsylvania obviously, but like mm-hmm. I noticed this year there's like little TNT tents everywhere.
0: Yeah, they usually got them set up like I know over there's like a family video. Or there was a family video. Uh, <laughs> <RIP> family video. <laughs> yeah. And in that in that parking lot they usually do like a fireworks pop up tent and it's just like I don't know how, yeah. like what tier of fireworks they're selling there. Right. But you could at least get some like Roman candles and shit. And For like what sure. else do you need? You and know? And like I know that, like
1: a lot of uh those ones that are on the ground and yeah. then they like just like don't come off that far off the right. ground. I don't know, how to explain it. But yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. What I'm I do what you're talking about, like, 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 yeah. Yeah, shit. we we
0: had those last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my brother's buddy brought over some stuff we were pulling off in the street. It was a good time. Um, so, you know, unfortunate for um, dogs, I guess. You know, yeah. A lot of people were freaking out about dogs. Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, posts about that. Yeah. Worry so about their dogs. It sucks. That does suck. Uh, and I'm sorry that that happens, but yeah, I also think fireworks are cool, so I'm kind they of are. conflicted, you know? Sure, sure. <laughs> I care about the animals a yeah. lot,
1: but... Fireworks are fun, yeah, and this is when everybody does them. It's once a year. Yeah. Well, and you know what I hate is that like the people I do, who stretch yes. it,
0: dude, one thousand percent. Get
1: a fucking grip. Yeah, it's over. Yo, it was really was was like, fun that one time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. And it, what's so funny is in my specific neighborhood, I don't know. We just got a bunch of like gung ho fireworks guys around there which i feel like might be it's a very i feel like west seneca cheek to waga type of thing that's so fair you know what i mean that like in these like small little towns just outside the city we fucking love fireworks yeah but it's like literally memorial day to labor day they don't stop yeah you know it's like all the fucking time it's like all right man yeah like like fourth of july Do it. You know what I mean? you get Friday and Saturday and calm the fuck down. Yeah. Right. Just blow them all off. That one night.
1: It's like July 31st and fucking you're like walking out of your house and boom. Yeah. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Right. What are we doing here? Yeah. Calm down. Yeah.
1: People are too crazy, man. That's fine. Let uh, let them live, I guess. Absolutely. (laughs) Whatever makes you happy.
0: (laughs) Uh, Moving on from the fireworks conversation. uh, Fourth of July happened. Good shit. Uh, Genesee Hotel. Yeah. New band. Yeah. New EP just dropped. Yeah. Strawberry, four songs. Uh super sick. I've listened to it a bunch. Thank you very uh, much. As always, uh in typical Muse fashion, the <laughs> catchiest hooks I've ever heard. Uh <laughs> that get stuck in my head and, and it's great. Um so talk about that a little bit. How was that? How would it, how did this come to be? So we
1: myself and John started to do a um we wanted to do like I always say, like, a front-bottoms-esque thing, but it's, like, obviously it doesn't sound anything like that. Right. But it was, like, I was just going to play guitar. He was just going to play drums. And do we a two-man like, thing. Do
0: it. Let's do it how we do yeah. it. You know super what I mean? Super popular. Uh, not super popular, but it's a... It's a newer trend you see happening right. where, you know, and not just, you. I mean, the front bottoms are obviously a bigger band now, but right. it is just those two dudes. Right. Um, you know, you have obviously like the 21 pilots thing. And sure. then you also have like, but you also have like, who is it? 68. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know. It's two dudes from. Yeah, the one who's on the bands. chariot. And yeah. Like, I
1: don't know what band the other dude
0: was in. Uh, was it the Let Live thing? I mixed that up with the Three no, Fever Fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mixed those. I, yeah. I know they're like Well, that's the, same. the
1: chariot and Let Live. Yeah. yeah. And then the 68 is the chariot, the singer Josh from the chariot. And then I don't know. I don't know. The other but guy. it's just two guys. Right. So,
0: yeah, it's a cool thing. I like that.
1: Well, it just felt like it would be so easy for, you know, two dudes pushing 30 who, like, you know what I mean? Like, so we were like, let's try and do this, right? And we did. We wrote strawberry and little one and we were like, This is cool, but like it would be a lot cooler if we had like a bass player. Yeah. <laughs> like something to fill out the sound, right? So then um actually Christian Adams was playing with us and um then he wanted to focus on the fake space shit, which I think is so cool. Yeah, like totally I you know, no hard feelings. It was like do your thing, like yeah. you know. Um so then we asked um nick to play with us, Nick Sasana yep. from Cooler. Yep. Um we asked him to play with us and then we asked Mike McGuffin from Into the Wake yep. to play with us. Yep. And um then it just started kind of building from there. I didn't know how serious it would get. We didn't know like, you know, what we were even trying to do. It was like just like let's just write these pop rock songs and yeah. whatever and then it turned into this and we put a record out. It's basically out. the <laughs> exact same
0: story that started with Post Problem. Right. So, it was just me and Chuck just you know, with a acu- couple of acoustic guitars, writing some tracks. And yeah, right. Like, let's see if we can get anybody who would want to, you know, play, for sure. play with this. And then you got a lot of guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then if we just keep adding guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was a two piece, then a three piece, then a four piece, then a five piece. Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: is good because your sound is very full. That and Right. It, though there's a lot of parts that you guys have that do call for three guitars. Yeah. But we
0: also, I mean, Nick is also just like a powerhouse of talent with where he can, play piano, play trumpet. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's
1: all very cool. It adds such like an, a, a dynamic. Right. Yeah. So now,
0: you know, we're not always going to write songs that need three guitars, but sometimes we're going to throw in some keys and, sure. and, and trumpet and try to just, you know, we just try not to corner or, you know, pigeonhole ourselves at right. all. So.
1: And it's very easy to do very totally brutal. yeah
0: you know we were the same thing you know we were just trying to be a pop rock band you know like cyclical was the first song we wrote and it's like all right this is obviously very goo goo Dollsy, right right, right. you know let's play to our strengths here this exactly. is exactly what buffalo does yeah so <laughs> <laughs> so you know and uh so that was it you know it was a very i think what we were trying to do is like all right you know we were just guys who just loved everything about the Buffalo sound. Sure. So it was like, let's do, let's take a little bit from everything. Let's take the good right. Dolls. Let's take the traditional and sure. penimento and, you know, and try to just kind of take everything that we like about Buffalo rock music and put it into a whole thing. And then in Buffalo rock fashion also start a cover band.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did the same thing with the traditional. We started a cover band. Wallet Chuck chain, was in right? it. It was wallet chain. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were talking
0: about wallet chain last night. Cause Charlie, Charlie and John were both here yesterday. <laughs> oh, right. So wallet chain got brought up. Oh yeah. my
1: God. It was so much fun. It was so much fun, but it's like, again, like very hard to get that many people in a room and yeah. make it happen. And yeah. like, the only, uh, idea is like, you know, let's make a hundred bucks. Right. And it's like, well, there's no passion in that. Right. It's yeah. like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it is tough, man, but it, it becomes the easier, I think it becomes the easier decision. Um, like you said, when you're a bunch of guys pushing 30s, so, yeah, true. uh, uh, and for us, it was like, you know, you don't make any money writing original songs, at least not at yeah. first, oh, uh, yeah. you know, or ever probably. So right. You, uh, <laughs> So that was our thing. It's just like let's start a cover band because that way we can make money and then we could pay for the record and
1: we could do it for yeah dude yeah. and that's a great idea. Right, and that's
0: exactly what we did. and That's how we paid for the record that's going to be coming out. That's so, awesome. Yeah, super stoked. We're uh, filming a music video and shooting the album art for that this weekend, Sick. which is the last step. So hopefully we can have that record out uh, within the next few months.
1: I did trade the Genesee Hotel record for a lot of the people Post Palm record.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the,
2: all the homies good. have the record. Thank it's you. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. It's
1: uh, it's been like it's been a pleasure to just like watch you guys grow as a band for and sure. dude fucking sick. It's yeah. a great I, Especially
0: because we were a product of like, you know, we were a result of the traditional. Oh sure. I mean? Like without the traditional, we wouldn't have had poster because I would have never met Charlie. Right. Like, that's the only, that's how I met him was when he was playing in the traditional. That's and so right. That's how him and I became homies and that's how post rom started. So that's dope. I'm, I'm glad sure that it's got to it be special like for, for somebody like you that kind of, you know, you played your hand in the creation of it. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Special we actually there is episode. a song on the new album. I mean, you have it. So the song "Burnout" that's on there, uh, that is what at least what I call our traditional song. You know oh, cool. I mean? That's <laughs> our. It, it starts off as a very soft song and then gets super like big and, and yeah. anthemic at the end. And I was just like, this is our uh, homage to the <laughs> traditional.
1: That's it. That is so sick because yeah. that song rips. Yeah. Oh, good.
0: I'm glad
1: you think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's sick. Fucking, I didn't put weird. it together like. Myself, but why would I write like? Right. Oh, these guys are writing songs that sound like songs I yeah. wrote. Well, like- you know what's funny yes, There is
0: our there are a bunch of dudes in Buffalo that will <laughs> think that though. You know what I mean? Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> funny shit though. Um, are you guys booking any shows yet?
1: Um, not really. Yeah, we either. we it's talked about right it, but it's like, um, we got an offer to play a show, but it it's the same day as Mike Stag so um, yeah, we can't he's do that band, yeah he's in the band <laughs> but you know um, we will play it's just a matter of how and when you know what I mean right. it's like we will play but yeah
0: yeah. it's the same thing for us it's also just like sh- like you know we haven't really gotten in a room yet because Charlie just got back so, right um, and now John is a broken hand so we- I saw that <laughs> yeah. <The poor laughs> fucking kid. yeah so he We'll. we'll see how that's gonna he's just in like a brace right now mm-hmm. so we'll see i say he should keep it on for the music video that's tough you know what i mean yeah um but you know we're gonna make it work which hand is that this is playing his right hand oh yeah. rough. it's a strumming hand <laughs> just like bashing yeah. against the base right. for like yeah, 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 yeah. three minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean it's for a music video you can make it work you know we can fake it so um, but everybody's going to know, you know, when you watch. Yeah, right. But I think that's also <laughs> kind of funny. That's just like, it's all, it's kind of punk. You know what I mean? That it's is like, punk. yeah, John did this video with a broken hand. You know? <laughs> that is yeah, punk. It's like Travis Barker playing with a broken ankle. So. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting stuff. Um, Queen of Heaven coming up this weekend. Oh, God, I can't wait. So exciting after a year of not having it. Yeah. Um, you and I. Uh, very important for both of us being West Seneca guys. Yeah,
1: dude, I would literally die for West Seneca. Yeah.
0: Which is so funny, dude.
1: I just love it.
0: (laughs) I loved that. Like growing up, I was like, God, I fucking hate it here. (laughs) And then like after like post college, I just like there just became this like thing That's like when you knew West Sideca people, like especially like in our scene, the Buffalo music scene that we exist in, like you, Jay, Dan McCormick, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We we all got just this like connection that it's like, this is where, this is our home. For sure, dude. And every year at Queen of Heaven, it's like, you know, as I was saying earlier, it's a pilgrimage to Mecca. Yeah, dude, It's it's like, we all return home for the weekend. This is where we grew up, and there is a lot of pride in it, which I think is there funny is. because it's like
1: for no reason, right? Exactly. There's there is
0: literally nothing in this town
2: for yeah. us to be like we did this. This you is I a mean? fucking best day. The like... only thing
0: we have we have three things to offer, and it's Cone King, mm-hmm. Mayor Brother Cider Mill, mm-hmm. and Queen of Heaven Carnival. Yeah. So it's like when it comes around, it's like this is our time, yeah, it's baby. Like, this is
2: it. Let's
1: go. <laughs> this is what we waited all year
0: for. You know? Yeah, dude. It just feels like so
1: mine right you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels so like
0: and when you see like a bunch of homies that like aren't from west seneca that you know like in later life that are coming to hang out it's like welcome true you know it's I mean? like this yeah like, exactly. This our thing
1: yeah oh yeah yeah i love shit. it so much you know i like even i remember like not being old enough to get in and being so bummed and then yeah. you know from 17 to 21 you have a fake id right so right. you're just in there partying and then when you're Old enough to get in, it kind of settles down. Yeah. But like, oh my God, it's just so good. It's just so fun. You see everybody you slug as many, what, 32, 32 ounce ounces, beers as yeah. you can. And right. Like, <laughs> you get a, what
0: is it? It's like a 32 ounce of like Coors or Miller or yeah, Molson. Molson. Coors or, or Molson. Coors or Molson. And it's like, Seven bucks, yeah, to fill a thirty-two ounce a, mug—a
1: mug this big. That's oh, it's the best, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's so you can spend
0: twenty-one dollars. You know what I mean, and just get absolutely fucking shit Yeah, I usually don't yeah. even
1: make it past that third no. one. I'm yeah. like, all right, you know. I what? know, I gotta. <laughs> I know,
0: I definitely have to pace myself this year. Yeah, um, especially because in 2019, I think maybe 2018, they started doing the white claws. Yeah, and you can get the thirty-two ounce filled with white claws for a dollar more. Yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like jesus yeah like and you never at a felt worse in the morning and yeah. a church
1: carnival right yeah. but that's how they make all their money right, right so exactly. like you know i'm not here to like i'm not here to like promote the catholic church right but <laughs> I like hope i really not but like i am here to like help my community yeah and get drunk as fuck absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah,
0: and then usually end up at the ale house after or something
1: like. Yep. that. Yep, ale house or flatteries. Yeah, flatteries will fill your book oh, for like big, three bucks. You're a
0: big flatteries guy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that like flatteries. I've only
0: been to flatteries like three times, and I think I saw you there every time I went.
1: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I, so like, <laughs> when we were kids, like when we were like freshly 20, 21, like yeah. that's where we hung out. Okay, we hung out at flatteries. Yeah, Dan Millette, who's a um, a good friend of ours, he his uncle owns the bar. And he was managing the bar at the time. Oh okay, got So it. There like you go. it was going there and just like balls to the wall and then we gave a shit. You know what I right. mean? And and that's, so yeah. we were doing stage dives off the jukebox right. and like
0: just Yeah. Flattery is, is a West Sideca staple that yeah. I often forget about if I'm being honest. Like yeah. I forget it's it's there. My dad used to play for their softball, like their bar league softball team okay. when I was like four or five years old so like we would go there after his games right you know what i mean and i just get like a picture of pop and play the they had that one game with like a little like disc thing and it was like oh the bowling yeah pins. Yep, i don't know yep. what it's called uh, shuffleboard right something i don't know it's it's our shuffleboard bowling I think yeah it's, it's like yeah. a it's something like shuffleboard yeah i yeah. Don't remember used to fucking play it all the time and dude they have the the i mean the beach volleyball at flattery's is amazing it's and they cool got the, the lights set up and everything like, yeah it's definitely a place I I forget about and should probably it more often or I shouldn't. I well, yeah, you don't have to, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's not,
1: it's not as dope as like we make it out to be no, because absolutely not. it was our like right, exactly. ground, right? Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. But we would play The fl-
0: Flatteries is definitely like the pink of West America, Yeah, you know Totally. I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It was like they did beach soccer there too. So they would take the volleyball nets down and they would do oh, beach wow, soccer. Oh, that's awesome. And so we would get beach soccer teams going and, you know, I'm not I'm not good at That's sports. why you play beer league. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, so we would go out and play and I, the one year it was my 20, I think it was my 21st birthday, <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> but like, we were like, we're playing and, um, I go to kick the ball at the same time as another kid. And he like kicks me right here. Like if these are two feet.
2: Yeah. And there's so not, not great foot. for like listening, but yeah, yeah he sure. kicks
1: one foot and hits the other foot. And he broke all the knuckles In, like, the bottom of my foot. Oh, man. And, dude, I spent that summer on crutches. Summer that you turned 21. Yeah. Yeah. I spent it on crutches, and then I rolled my left ankle. Yeah. And so I was using my broken foot as, like, my good foot for, like, a couple days.
0: (laughs) Oh, it was awful.
1: Damn. But that's flatteries in a nutshell. Yeah. I was there drinking. Yeah. For that whole summer <laughs> oh good
0: good good I'm a big uh strikers guy mm-hmm. which strikers I don't know if strikers is technically West Seneca this is right on the border oh it's West Seneca it which is. part border yeah I consider it West Seneca I bar, think it's though. West Seneca yeah. Strikers, I feel like Strikers is so underappreciated. It really is. It is, Dude, their food is absolutely bomb. Rocks. And you know what's crazy? Their bathrooms are insanely clean. Beautiful. It's mm. nuts, dude. Yeah. Like for a bowling alley. Right. You got these clean-ass bathrooms, and I think that's a sign of a good spot. I do, too. You got clean bathrooms.
1: I love Strikers, and I think... If there wasn't a bowling
0: alley attached to it, yeah. it
1: would be like the spot. It would right? be but the like, spot, people which is see weird. The bowling alley, and they're just like, uh, I don't, yeah. know. you know, right. I mean? You're not going to go
0: hang out at a bowling alley for sure. whatever reason. Sure. You should exactly, you yeah. should. That should be more of a <laughs> come hang out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, Strikers is great. Um, and I mean, what's funny though is what you were saying about how. Uh, you know, you turned 21 and Flatteries was your spot. When I turned 21, it was the Ale House. Yeah, and that's for the same reason that my brother was the bar manager. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So like for me, it was a no brainer. It was like, oh, I'm just gonna go where my brother works. You know, totally, and just hang out. And uh, yeah, that's where we we would go all the time.
1: And Ale House um, rules. It's not like it's like like Flatteries is like not. <laughs> it's like like you said, it's like the pink of West right? Seneca, right? Yeah. But like Ale House is. It rules. Yeah, Alex it's is, nice. They have a c- big If patio we're doing like. the
0: uh, Allen Street equivalent, it would be like the Coulter Bay. <laughs> sure, yes, the, dude. Yes. Yeah, it'd be like a Shatzel type bar. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I like the L House though. They got phenomenal food. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The only thing that sucks about any West Seneca bar is uh, West Seneca people. But um
1: Yeah, you gotta filter through and find the the, yeah. the great ones like right. you and I. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are some
0: gems. That's the thing about West Seneca Because it is a very like it's the suburbs, so you're just yeah. really, You get a bunch of just people who never left and just like suck and yeah, whatever, and have mm-hmm. to deal with them. But
1: you let that be; it's part of its charm, I think. It, you know it, what it I mean? It almost <laughs> is. Yeah,
0: you gotta. It is. That's it. What makes it a a cool spot is you just some you got people. Some people suck, and you just learn how to deal with them. And I think that yeah. Is, that is a, a West Seneca thing in itself. It it's is. just like you learn how to navigate people really well in this town. You do because of you do how many how different it is because you do have a you have a lot of different like income. That's uh, true. You know what I mean. Like you got like West Seneca South Buffalo border. You know what I mean is a little right. bit lower. You know right. What I mean? But then you get like the West Seneca Orchard Park border. Right. You know, which is a little bit wealthier. You know? Yeah. So you get a, a quite a different. Uh, I, I don't want to say diverse because it's so fucking white here. But... It's so white, yeah. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but as far as just like class goes, it's like yeah. lower, lower middle class to, to upper middle class. You know what I mean? You yeah, get, the income gap is too. serious. Yeah, It is. It's I mean, dude, the neighborhood I never across I really really thought about it. It's fucking like that. crazy. Yeah, dude. It's nuts. For sure. Like million dollar houses over there. Yeah. It's just nuts. Yeah. yeah,
1: that area right there is so sick. My mom lives across the street from Fireman's. Oh, nice. And so, like, um, her fiance built that house yeah you know what i mean so it's like but that's where you see like that area this area yeah is dope but like you know right yeah you get you get into like like the lower income areas and they're just you know that, that wage gap is huge. I never really yeah. thought about it like that. Yeah, I
0: think about that shit all the time. Wow. This is how I, I think about it. everything is like, I don't know. I'm very into like socioeconomics, mm-hmm. and I look at it in every place that I go. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, they're, like you look at like, yeah, like the Kaiser, like near like Kaisertown area, like that whole, the whole like bordered of South Buffalo area is just so different. Part yeah. Of time, you know what I mean? I, uh... I've been working out, and I work out at the Catalyst Express at Seneca and Harlem. Oh, no. And you, uh, you see quite a. And maybe that's where I, the thought came into my mind: is I'm like, dude, West Seneca is just filled with so many different characters of so yeah. many different walks of life. You know <laughs> I mean? love like, it, dude! I love it yeah. so much. Yeah, it is. It is nuts, and it's funny when I talk to people who like aren't from here or you know i work in williamsville so a lot of people i work with are okay. north towns people yeah and they're just like west seneca like what like i don't even know where west seneca is yeah I'm like well i'm sorry that your life sucked you yeah know? right <laughs> sorry, yeah
1: and you know what it, like you will not catch me dead in the north towns unless Ever. i have to right. do something yeah. right like i like if you have to go up there to like a specific spot and i can't even think of one because i wouldn't go there you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. i don't know
0: yeah i don't i don't I'm going North Buffalo is like the farthest I'm going for anything and I'm going to yeah. Kelly's Corner for wings, probably and sure. that's it. You sure, know what I mean? Yeah. Although Kelly's Corner's been falling off if I'm being honest. Really? Yeah. I I had to wait like three hours for wings one time. Whoa. It's fucking oh man, it was a nightmare of a day.
1: You know what I go to nine eleven. Yeah. And it's just like if I'm in nine eleven
0: wings get talked about in this podcast quite a bit, which is funny. We talked about it with John Vaughn. We had the clip of him saying shout out nine eleven, which I think is the funniest. <laughs> I saw that the funniest oh, soundbite, so dude. with like out of context. <laughs> is so goddamn Shout funny. Shout out
1: 911. Yeah, wings, wings, wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> No, no but I still haven't been there.
1: If I'm gonna wait, that's where I'm waiting. You yeah, know what I mean, and I would say, you know, comparable to Kelly's Corner, like, yeah, super good. I haven't had Kelly's in a really
0: long time, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm like, I'm a barbell guy. It's too far away from me. Uh, barbell? <laughs> no, no Kelly's. Kelly's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, both are. I mean, yeah. Um, where are you living now?
1: Um, so, I don't, for fear of being called a sellout, I bought a house on the border of um, Orchard Park and Lackawanna. Okay. I live in Orchard Park.
0: Yeah. It's um, so like Blaisdell area, right? Like kind of near the mall? Yes. Yeah. I live
1: right across the street from the um, funeral home over there on Abbott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're um, talking. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm West Seneca till I die, but I do live <laughs> I mean, in Orchard right Park, but I'm you're right, right there. there. I'm right yeah. there, yeah. It's West Seneca schools. So, oh is it really yeah. that's awesome So
0: that's probably like best case scenario mm-hmm. honestly so West Sideca Schools will really yeah. obviously look how, how we turned out Just dope, as yeah. <laughs> yeah. dope as hell yeah dope as West Sideca breeds dopeness that's right yeah. that's right yeah. that's funny um, can we talk uh, uh, speaking of West Sideca Schools um, I want to talk about your Mandy K days okay because this is something That's i've fine. never talked to you a lot about <laughs> yeah but i just like knew like the story of it was that you were a teenager yeah right and but and then like b- what did you drop out of high school yeah to go to, which honestly like yeah you know whatever no right i think you know going for it when you had the opportunity is fucking sick yeah no um and then you know i mean you're dude. like i mean you did like the warp tour like I think thing. it was oh seven yeah yeah and then we're doing like the hot topic thing which i know in hindsight probably sounds ridiculous but at the time that was huge it was
1: dope and like nobody we couldn't believe like they were just letting you do that it made booking tours like
0: yeah because you could just play a phone call and that's it
1: you know what i mean yeah
0: Um, so this was all diy
1: yeah it was all diy at the time um we okay so yeah i was in high school when we started getting popular um and then I, I did drop out, um, and I got my GD before we even left for tour. Oh, nice! And so it wasn't like uh, you know what I mean. Like I didn't feel bad about it, yeah. and I still don't. You know what I mean? Who gives right, a shit, I'm it, still, dude? Whatever. At the end
0: of the day, like, right? The fuck does it, like you went for it when nobody else did? Sure, I, I, you know, you know I tried, I mean? right? I tried. Yeah.
1: So we yeah we did uh, that Warp tour. I think it was oh seven or 8 eight. I'm not sure which one. And then um, we did it in a van there was only one other band doing it in a van that they were actually on the tour we were just selling records but we had a tent so we were allowed to be there every day which was a blessing and a curse right because yeah. like at no point could we just be like all right let's go home this is rough right but we sold it dude a ton of records like a yeah, ton like that's fucking like ten thousand, awesome, yeah and like um
0: and you weren't even were you like you weren't playing no, we weren't playing.
1: Right, you're just we were going, just walking around to kids like here. Um, can you take to a minute yeah. and listen to this record? And like, yeah, uh, they'd be like, yeah, whatever. And did you
0: have like a management team or anything, or it was just you guys?
1: We had like a like so Damon Bodine used to be like the dude who book shows in Buffalo. Like, well, it was him and Ring, right? Yeah. So, um, they had two separate companies, and at the time, and then um, I Damon was managing us and kind of like putting together all this stuff for us. Right. So we teamed up with like a label and that label let us use their name on our tent um, and got us access into the shows every day. And we just had to hang like a banner with the label's name on it. And we put like some of their records on the table sure. along with ours. And we just, you know, we sold shirts and, and CDs, but it was most the way that we gained any like sales was we were walking around every single day, you know, from, the time the gates opened till the time they kicked everybody out selling CDs for five bucks yeah, a piece. Yeah, just grinding. And it, you know, we sold a ton of records. Yeah. And it worked really well for us.
0: And then. I think the timing of that was everything. For sure. Because, like, the sound that Mandy K had, 2007, 2008, like, that was right. what was fucking hot at that point. You know what I mean? Like, right. this is the same time that, like, you know, All Time Low is fucking huge. Right. Never sh- the Never Shout Never thing was oh, like Oh, yeah, huge, that you know was that mean? year, like, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, it, it makes so much sense that you guys sold that many records because that was the sound of, right. like, those two
1: years, you know? And I think, like, the the combination of, like, the sound that we had and, like, kids feeling bad for us, like, that we were, like, <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> just yeah. walking
1: around pedaling CDs. But, yeah. it you know, it worked. And it, it we got a ton of traction off of it. All Time Low came to Buffalo after that. And they played Ballroom. And they specifically asked for us to be wow. on the show.
0: You played, and it sold out. You played ballroom opening for All Time Low. Sold out.
1: <sighs> hey Monday was the main support. And we played after them.
0: Holy fuck! And it dude. was just
1: like that was the that was the era, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? And like you
0: had people in the crowd singing along to your songs. Oh yeah,
1: dude. We were big here. Like I, you know, I don't mean to be like, no, I got chills. We were big here. Whatever. This, like the- I
0: literally, dude. No, because dude, that is <laughs> if there's anything like in Buffalo, New York, that it's like we're fucking doing something it's you're playing the town ballroom and there's people in the crowd singing your songs back to you yeah it was dope like that's it bro. it was like, really that's, fun that's all any of us want for you sure That's I mean so like the fact that's that the goal had, right right that's the and goal. how old were you at this time 18 17 fucking nuts you know what what I mean? yeah. that's so sick
1: it was fun yeah. it was a lot of fun and um you know a lot of people talk about it like in like a negative fashion or whatever. Yeah, but nah, dude, I've never heard it. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I have fun. You know, I, I get the jab, as as you, know you know what I mean? It was corny, like, but right. it was like,
0: well, dude, it was as the a, jam at as the time. A, as a younger kid in the scene, you know what I mean? Like, you know, 2007, 2008, I'm 13, 14 years old. Right. I'm in a band playing X wheels. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, playing to fucking nobody. Yeah. At that age, I'm like Mandy K's that's who we're looking up to right you know what i mean that's like they're the hometown heroes at this point yeah you know and there was a there was a lot of bands the scene at that point was amazing dude for sure and mainly i give most of that credit to ring um yeah you know x wheels doing the x wheels thing you know we had there was a lot of good venues going you know yeah. like infinity uh the trough like yeah uh, uh show place like dude there was a lot of really fucking good spots like and i just think of it compared to now that it's like there's fucking not nothing, a lot of great man. spots yeah right? um so like you know it it gave people more of an opportunity than ever yeah right now it's like you know we got mohawk place in rec room and yeah you know and i'm not fucking playing Nietzsche's. i'm just not gonna do it i hear you (laughs) it was uh
1: the time was really cool and there was a lot of really cool venues um but you know like when i think when i compare like the two like from mandy k to the traditional yeah i like prefer like those sold out shows at the waiting room yeah as opposed to like the sold out shows at extreme wheels you know what i mean right and that sounds like no I, whatever I mean, it sounds I like but you know you. what the i mean room, like
0: i mean the waiting room was such a special place yeah
1: it really was yeah. and you know again i would, again, it, I would give away all those like, other venues like for yeah. for those shows you know right. what i mean they were the best
0: yeah the um that like era of like i mean when did the waiting room open 2011 maybe yes yeah, something there. like that. That era was was amazing too. Especially again, not just in Buffalo, like in general, like 2011, like Warp Tour years, like 2011 to like 2013. The sound there was like this emo that emo revival thing that's starting to happen you know what I mean so again for bands like the traditional Penamento I Can See Mountains like you know All Blondes Go to Heaven all these bands oh that era so so sick and and it's just like and that's yeah Again and again for me I'm still just this kind of young guy in the scene seeing these you know dudes that have been kind of grandfathered into this right? like running this shit and I'm like oh my god dude like this is fucking awesome you know what I mean oh my god yo shout out Matt Cox dude shout out Matt Cox one of my best friends oh my god like the
1: kid was writing mountains records right and now he's writing super american records like oh my god dude like when I think about like my favorite like my favorite Buffalo shit is just Matt Cox shit, dude. Yeah. Like, I love it. Dude, we it. talk it's about so it all the time. Good. I
0: know, man. And it's so weird for me because I was a fan of him before I became friends with him. Right. And now he's literally one of my closest friends. He was here yesterday. I hang out with him all the time. Yeah. But it's also like, you're also one of my favorite songwriters. Right. And it's, it's a very interesting right. thing. You know what I mean? To dude, like, yeah. Yeah, to become friends with, like a dude you look up to is yeah. it's funny i mean same thing with pat feely dude
1: sure dude like that that as a songwriting duo is like easily my it, favorite, it's a super dude. it's a
0: buffalo super girl. yeah like, yeah you know what i mean like oh yeah that disposable record when that first came out like it was like
1: oh yeah
0: this is a combination i still that, bang
1: that record dude
0: same all the so time good man. yeah um but they really i mean to me like it really is like almost like the the mark hoppus uh tom DeLonge. Uh, dynamic, you know what I mean. It of is, like, dude. You've got Matt with this like very like punk rock kind of style, but then you have Pat who's very soft spoken and right. then, like, but just has these like very this very like very two thousands pop rock like Rob Thomas thing almost yes. going on. You know that's like it's such a beautiful combination, and it's uh, again of an era that people are nostalgic for right now.
1: Right. You know what I mean? And you know what Pet has always been hitting it like that too. Like yep. he was playing in a band called Crushed Everlasting, yeah, that when band Mandy K awesome. was doing stuff and yep. they were awesome. Yeah. They were awesome. And then he was putting out solo shit that I was like in love with. Yeah. And then um just to this stuff, it's like dude. Oh, right. God. And even the shit he was doing with Made Violent. Yeah. Like pre what they are now. Yeah. Dude, it was so dope the kid just can write a song that's it yeah
0: yeah that's why it makes so much sense for the two of them
1: so, oh yeah, yeah it's
0: awesome yeah and now i'm i'm gonna be uh tour managing them in in the fall so i'm super on that Mulligan tour yeah dope yeah. dude that's gonna be a lot of fun yeah i'm i'm super excited um let's talk about touring okay i fucking hate it <laughs> <laughs> uh what's funny is i i haven't gone on enough to hate it but i know yeah. i've heard enough from you know everybody else that it sucks so. i haven't done enough like awesome tours right to be like that's what okay, i mean like... <laughs> this this tour coming up is going to be amazing it's gonna dude. be super fun it, Mulligan yeah. is like you know they're the fucking hottest band in that scene right now right shows are selling out right. second shows are getting added so you know what i mean like for for super american who's you know they've got the biggest shot on this tour just because as the right. opening band you know what i mean and they're about to put out a hot record yeah dude an absolutely fucking smash record they are about to put out yeah and uh it's just like if it's going to happen this is it for right them, you know what i mean so yeah. it's like it's super exciting i love for, that for, for them. them yeah oh it's gonna yeah. be an
1: awesome tour no that's gonna be awesome yeah. i you know the touring i'm referring to is like the diy shit the diy yeah. shit that we pounded out for years the uh, dude even warp tour was a was grueling yeah like grueling that's like full days of nonsense like but the diy tours and stuff i've loved it at first, it was so fun. You're meeting all these people of course, you're doing all this stuff. Especially as cool a teenager.
0: Right. Going for it. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just like starlit, you know? Like, right. Yeah.
1: And then at the end of the traditional era, dude, I was like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore, right. how dude. Many, I just how cannot many, do this how anymore. How many fests are you going to fucking. Right. Like, yeah. how many, how many, like, I don't know. How many times are you going to go out and play Two, six, five six good shows out of 25? You know what, what I mean? That's I'm saying, dude.
0: And I. I never really did it, mm-hmm. but I was close enough to a bunch of people that did for me to be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you know, I I I did like a a week of a kill the clock did a DIY tour, and uh, it was a full month. They were doing booked it themselves, first yeah. time going for it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I did a week of it, opening for them acoustically. Yeah, and, like I had fun. Right, you know what I mean? But then like talking like keeping in touch with them throughout the rest of it i was like jesus dude like the stories the horror stories you know oh, it's like, a grind yeah especially like you know it's in the summer oh yeah sleeping in the van in a walmart parking lot just yeah, 80 just degrees sweating. outside in florida yeah right like you know what i mean you're you're playing shows to the other bands and their girlfriends and, right uh and just like yeah
1: and while you're doing it right like so
0: you're like, but this is how you have to get there, this right? Is That's it. the mentality. Right. Yeah. And the
1: mentality, yes, exactly. Like the mentality is like this is a like I have to play all of these shitty shows over and over again to build up our tour history and our whatever. And yeah. somebody's gonna take notice right. and somebody's gonna see the records yeah. we're selling and yep. so and so. Which forth. is how it works. Right. But and it doesn't happen. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then you're like I don't I can't do this anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Crazy dude. So, yeah, that's why when the whole Super American thing got announced and they asked me if I wanted to come with, I was just like, yeah, yeah, fucking, let's go. Yeah, why not? Yeah, this is a real tour, I'm and it's going, gonna be so yeah. much fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. dude, I'll blast. do anything. Like you know what I mean? Like they're like asking me to tour manage and shit. I'm like, bro, I'll just drive the van. Like I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like I just <laughs> want to. I just want to be part of this. You yeah. Know? Like this is a legit tour. Even if I'm not playing it, I just want to be part of this. Definitely. You know I mean, just to see it. Yeah. Because this is what we all wanted. For sure. You know? So. For sure. It's, it's all part Is Dan playing with them? Yeah. That's oh, cool. yeah. Dude, it's going to be fun. Right. And Dan's my best friend. So, like, yeah, him and dude, I, exactly. you know, in the van together, it's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, it's going to be know? blast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked. Um, good shit. Yeah. <laughs> DIY touring, dude. That's the whole thing is like, <laughs> when even when we started post prom, and it was like, we never really talked about it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a conversation came up, and it was just like, you know, because up things did the DIY tour thing for a little bit, too. Like, when yeah. they did that thing. So it was just like, I don't know, man, like you know, Charlie and Devin were like, I'm not fucking Yeah driving hours and hours to play a show for ten people and just you know what I mean? Like and just do that forever. Yeah, we
1: dragged Chuck along on a couple, dude. Like he knows the
0: grind. Like it's That's what I'm saying, yeah. It's you know what, it's
1: better to do it in spurts, right? Like do a weekend.
0: So that's that's basically if post is going to do anything, yeah. that's going to be it. Yeah, We'll do a weekend run. You play know somewhere I mean? in Pennsylvania, right. somewhere Go in Ohio, play with, and come back. Right. Go play with a band that we know is going to pull. Right. It's going to be worth our time. Right. You know, it's like, I'm not going to do these fucking. This is how we do it, bro. This is how you start. Yeah. We're playing to five people, but that's how but you're going to start. But next you do time it. it's going to be 10. It's right. like, no, dude. I'm not. I, yeah. I can't do that slow growth. And anymore, that's the thing, man.
1: too, is like, even as you say it, I'm like, yeah, he's right. That's <laughs> exactly right. how you do it. But it is. But it's like. I'm not doing it either. right, yeah, no,
0: I'm just not i'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, uh, and it, you know what, dude, at the end of the day, and this is this is what I live by now, is just like, uh, dude, if the song's good enough. It'll, it'll happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you did a fucking DIY tour, if you put out a song right. and it's good enough, it's going to spread, you know, like, yeah. and the, so it's just like, especially in the day, age of the internet, it's easier right. now to make a good song blow up than it ever has been. Especially dude, the thing with TikTok is dude, I was, gonna, right I was just going to say that. It's like it is nuts. The, one I person have played, with a
1: million followers yeah. like post your song. It's yep. like pff, right, people maybe a hundred thousand of them are dude, like. Dude, there oh, are people shit.
0: I found on TikTok. There are people using post prom songs really in their like tiktoks Hell yeah yeah. they're weird they're super weird like the one dude like got a tiger tattoo Uh, and like it's just a video with our song tiger beer which has nothing to do with tigers (laughs) and but like he he played that song and he's just like showing off his tiger tattoo he probably
1: just like searched tiger and he was like this is called tiger beer that's fucking sick yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) right
0: yeah and then uh uh a few people use like the american girl cover that we did for like some like patriotic like tiktok was just so funny right um yeah, but yeah, it, it is. I have a whole Spotify playlist of songs that I found on TikTok. Cool, because it's just, dude, I love how that works. It's just like people are just putting out a minute clip right. of a part of their song, and enough it gets on enough people's feeds, and then it just you know unravels yeah. just because the song is good enough, right? You know what I mean? And it reaches a broad enough audience, and then it makes it to my feed. I'm like, this is sick. Yeah, you know, I like this and finding Hell some yeah. dude who just made it in his bedroom, right? You know, and like, and and that's like. So I'm like, all right, if I can do it by doing this, right, compared to going to play a show, you know, driving hours in a van, with yeah. a bunch of dudes that I spend all my time with anyway, right, and play to five people just to drive back, and I lost money on it, right, right. You know what right. I mean? When I could just do this, like, fuck that, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna try to be an internet sensation. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why the hell not? Dude? Yeah. Like, so that's yeah, that's it's where my head's at now. Better. It's better. <laughs> which I think, yeah, which I would way rather focus on making the song one good song right you know what i mean right and just hope for that yeah so
1: yeah that's where i'm at with uh with this yeah the genesee hotel like fingers crossed somebody's like oh i love this i'm gonna do whatever you know use it for TikTok, do whatever yeah. and then it's i can play festivals forever and then just, like, die, yeah. it'll be good. Yeah. Right. Dude, oh, <laughs> I want to play festivals once every two years. Yeah.
0: And then, like, bands that do that, bro, that's it, man. Yeah. If you just play
1: festivals? Like, yeah. That's what's up. It's very unrealistic, but, like, to, in the internet, like, it's bro, not, dude. Maybe it's not. I
0: mean, that's that's what a lot of bands do. Yeah. Is they blow up on the internet, and right. then they play festivals. Right. Right. And people look at a festival lineup, and they go, oh, I know that band from oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. Exactly. video or whatever. Yeah. Yeah yeah and yeah and that's how it is and then like, it's like the same thing like with like rappers that like feature people like you look at a festival and go, oh that dude was on that one oh right song you know what i mean and yeah oh, so we'll go check him out we're already here sure you know and like yeah i saw i've seen a lot of blow, bands blow up through like the festival circuit you just look at lineups every year and just watch them make their way up yeah you know? like, yeah yeah festivals are huge too like they just keep new ones just keep showing up i know all the yeah time. there's
1: festivals everywhere i even dude even like the like the smaller ones that are like at venues yeah like they're still packing them in dude. yeah you know what i mean yeah
0: i dude i appreciate people in buffalo who try to make that thing happen like uh, oh true dude mike moretti was doing that uh herd fest i think it was called yeah and he was just like it was like Two nights and it was like Mohawk Place, Nietzsche's, DBGB's, Milky's, like every like small little like dive bar venue. Yeah. And just a bunch of bands playing, and you could just get a wristband and go to any yes, of them. Like Yes. I'm like, dude, that's kind of fucking sweet. That is you know really I mean? cool. Yeah. I
1: I remember that. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, that's basically what Fest is. In, is it yeah. in Gainesville? That's I've never what it been, is. So yeah. it's just like, um, that. It's exactly that. You get your tickets. You get a wristband. You can go into any bar. And like up and down this strip, they have is all bars and venues, or like not even bars, just like rooms. Yeah. But like they're having, they have bands in every single one, and then they have two outdoor stages. Oh, that's and they like you know see like Warped Tour, they alternate.
0: Right. It would be really cool if somebody could make that happen for just like Allen Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would. You know what I mean? Put a band at fucking Brick Bar. Right. Put a band at the Pink. Put a band. You know what I mean? And have a stage at the end of at each at each end of it dude at the that's perfect yeah man. if you can get all the bars on allen to sign up for that yeah let a band play in their bar for one night and just have people you know what i mean be able to you know yeah I mean? bounce around right back and forth and like dude yeah and you do all genres you know what i mean yeah right Where they make sense you know right like even like djs rappers whatever like at Nietzsche's you throw all the jam bands and shit like that sure, and then at sure. the pink you have like punk bands and like sure. whatever like yeah be cool that back would of be frizzies really cool. dude play in the back room of frizzies yeah
1: so, why not that'd probably be one of the higher cap ones because yeah. if you could
0: pack all those people in that yeah. back room dude yeah that would be so sick a good idea so i just gotta talk to mike marty i think yeah just hit him up <laughs> and see if he's trying to fire it back yeah. up it, yeah
1: the problem is gonna be trying to get all the bars to sign on right, right? Yeah, of but, course like, yeah dude it's a great idea. Yeah.
0: I well, mean, yeah. I mean, they also. It was a great have, idea like, when he did it last time, too. Right. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the only thing I think would be the issue with the way he did it was just that the bars were spread out. Sure. You know I mean, you yeah, got ha- to get an Uber. Right. Right. To get from Nietzsche's, Nietzsche's to Milky's. Right. That's, like, Mohawk that's place. What, what I was mean? thinking. Yeah. 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 That was the tooth farthest, probably. Yeah. Um, oh. oh, man. Something like that would be so cool. Somebody will make it happen. I'm going to talk it into existence. I I like that. <laughs> thanks bro yeah I mean they do you know obviously they have like the arts festival and stuff which is mm-hmm. a pretty s- not I mean not that but it's a thing where all the bars come together to to do something for that that area right I mean, that would be cool yeah yeah cool things are happening in Buffalo though so maybe they would make something like that happen yeah yeah I mean it's beautiful to be just outside again oh I bet yeah I'm just enjoying like yeah you were in South Buffalo for a long
1: time right I was in South Buffalo for yeah a minute. I was living out there until I bought my house. Yeah, you know. But well, I love South Buffalo. I lived across the street from Imperial.
0: Yeah, so I, I used I to live right there too. Manning yeah. pizza. I literally lived on that same street. Oh, really? Yeah. When I was like a kid. You know what I mean? Until I was like 10. Oh, right. But yeah. But I lived like right down like Densmore. What is Densmore? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good shit. I always wanted to have a band name Densmore. That's cool. I think it would be dope. Go ahead. It's time. All right, thanks. Bro. It's you and me. It's is you and me. Doing. Yeah, let's go. Yo, honestly, if we both live there. We it. both yeah. live there. We earned it. It's yeah. ours. We do, uh, 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 like a this wild life type of thing. Cool, it's just like the two acoustic guys. Yeah, it's called Densmore. I like it. Could happen. I'm ready. All right, cool. You, heard you, you got two first. guitars, or yeah, I've got go to seven. An yeah. <laughs> yeah, party. Um, so so you're playing guitar in yeah. Hotel. That's yeah. crazy. I've never seen you play guitar.
1: I don't do it well, okay. But I do do it. Yeah. Um. I, I've always written like a lot of the songs. Yeah, of course. So like I wrote them on guitar, right? I didn't write them on bass. So like I was like, you know what, dude? Like let me just, let me just play guitar on this, and you know, it's not like if I had all of the intentions of like touring and doing it all and like whatever, then I would play bass. Really? Because it just like. I know that I'm a slam bass. You know what you I mean? Are. But yeah. Play to gu- your strengths. Yeah. But guitar, like, you know, I don't I'm not like a master. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I mean
0: playing the playing pop rock. You right. know what I mean, you don't have to be. You yeah. I mean? All you're I'm playing, doing is playing, playing full chords. Yeah, you're playing the G chord. That's dude. it. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: like, you know I just make
0: it work. I mean that's what I do in post problem. <laughs> yeah. Let's not act like I'm not I'm doing anything <laughs> different. Uh, yeah. I wish, dude, uh I was thinking about that today, how like You know, I try to like, I'm trying to get into more like the music production thing Mm -hmm. and like try to make like just a build a song completely by myself, all the parts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I fucking suck (laughs) at at bass and drums. Yeah. I mean, so like, right. I, I try to and which are the most important part of any song. Yeah. Uh and that's why like I try to like I again, I'm, I'm a big TikTok guy and I'm on TikTok and I follow a bunch of like music production guys and like sure. they're talking about writing bass lines and I, what they play like a bass line on a piano and I'm just like, how the fuck do you yeah. come how up with a line Yeah, I just yeah. play root notes, bro. Oh I me too. I just listen I always to liquidity too. I don't know <laughs> how to do it. Exactly, anything else. dude. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fucking nuts.
1: But the like I, I always have that problem too. Like my My songwriting process is like I'll write the song right, Mm -hmm. and then I hear everything else in my head already. I hear it, but I can't put it out there,
0: dude. Same, and I love when that happens. Yeah, when you're writing a song, you're like, I you know exactly how the drums are gonna sound to this, right? I mean, but I have no idea how to put them there, right? Without just me in my head just doing it with my mouth, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes, just like (laughs) just like mouth
1: microphone on demos just like
0: yeah yeah yeah, right <laughs> might as well just to get the idea down you know what i mean yeah dude. and that's that's one thing that i i had to get over of just like okay nobody's gonna hear it just get the idea down right. for yourself so fucking just do it right I mean? yeah there's a lot of times where i've just like been in my car and just pull up my voice memos app and just like I, there's a lyric and a melody i came yeah. up with and just sing it to my voice memos and figure it out later, always you know dude I mean? yeah that's
1: how i do it too i'll do it at work so like yeah i work in like a big factory so like you know there's tons of heavy machinery like running all the time and so like you hear the voice memo start and it's like (laughs) and then i'm just like like whatever
0: yeah Yeah. good shit yeah
1: that's funny uh it's part of it it's part of the process like if i I know that the second I get in my car and I'm thinking about going home, that that is gone.
0: Right, exactly, dude. It's gone. I've lost so many good ideas, yeah. dude. I'm also, I mean, I've, most of my good ideas I come up with in the shower. Yeah. You know what I mean? I start singing something, I come up with a line in the shower, and then I just try to build off of it. Yeah. And then I just sing it over and over again so I don't forget it. And yeah. then as soon as I get out of the shower, I'm like, <laughs> right. voice memo. You're yeah. drying
1: your hair. Yeah. And then it's gone if you don't do a voice memo yeah, right exactly. at that moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's how that's how I've come up with like some of the best shit that yeah. I've been doing has been on. Shower thoughts Yeah dude yeah. It's that's part great. of it Yeah I love it um, <laughs> Joe Rogan is always Talking about fucking How we, his Like he It's like therapeutic To like sit in a sauna And I feel like it, That's He said that's like The most mind clearing Like most creative thing He ever comes up with Not that I'm fucking Trying to sit here And stay in Joe Rogan Or anything But, <laughs> um, but I think it's probably Something of the same effect There's something about Just being in like This right. secluded And uh, I don't know Sweating so, in solitude And just being naked <laughs> yeah. like You're just like Completely like uh, removed yeah, yeah and, and just free and just you know yeah. yeah it is interesting i also i've read something I don't, or I don't know if i read it or saw something i don't know but i came across this thing about how um you know when your brain is bored is when it comes up with its best ideas mm-hmm. and as soon as your brain is bored and you go to your phone instead like, oh, it's that creativity. You just killed it. Yeah. Like you just killed that creativity or an, an opportunity for wow. creativity. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, so I, I try to be very conscious of that to just like let myself be bored. Yeah. You know, and put my phone away for a while. It's very tough. Right. I'm on this shit all the time. Right. But, um, yeah i think about that a lot like once i heard that i was like oh shit yeah
1: like like, wow that makes so much sense maybe i could be doing something more constructive right
0: so if anybody if anybody listening uh is a creative person never has like writer's block just put your phone away for a while yeah and just try to be bored and just like come up with something you know what i mean
1: right so i never have any of those moments anymore (laughs) like i have a i have a two-year-old yeah sure and like so those couple of minutes that i have to look at my phone are like firing back texts or like whatever. And then I put it down and then he is zooming around my house. Right. right? So it's like, I don't even have those. I don't really have the time to like sit down and write
0: anymore. Yeah. Because. Wow. I never realized the privilege of like not having a life. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs)
1: No, it's like, (laughs) but it's that same thing as where I'll like hit up my notes app. If I have a second and I'll be like, I had this, like, let me, let me fuck with this for a minute and see what I can come up with. Yeah. But like those like precious, hours of spending just sitting on my guitar like banging on it and like trying to like play out a song like don't exist anymore yeah and it's like i the time that i do find is like the whole song is written in my head i don't know what the chords are yet right but let me send this to nick and see if he can map it out for me before i even go and like that's been really nice having somebody to, you know, yeah. not that I didn't have that in the past, but like having somebody to work with like that, as opposed to like in the traditional, like I came, I said, like, here's the song. Right. It's already done. Let's write it. And then yeah. Mike would just write like the most ripping yeah, ass, yeah, like yeah. riffs just, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. and we like, just shred over yeah, it. Yeah. And it was, that was our dynamic and yeah. it worked really well.
0: Right. I, that's what made the traditional so fucking cool is you just had this like very, as I was saying earlier, like this very anthemic, like big guitar sounds. Yeah. Um, and you also just had these very shreddy like guitar parts over which were super cool that's
1: what we were going for we thought that's what would set us apart yeah you know what i mean it's like the
0: big like i mean
1: bayside does it right but like not a lot of bands playing that like sadder stuff that we were playing are doing it you know and we didn't sound like bayside right so we thought like like let's you know yeah. Let's do some fucking ripping guitar solos dude, and shit. I mean, shit and- yeah.
0: I, I obviously don't have to tell you, you know that the tradition was a very special band in Buffalo. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like... And, I appreciate that. I mean, that. The, I mean the, <laughs> the, the the last show, if that was any indication, yeah. that was a fucking... What a blast. What a beautiful evening. What man. a heartbreaker, dude. Yeah. It was nuts, though. Yeah. It was nuts. It was, nuts. It was like, fun. Everybody, like that, People get kicked out
1: the door left and yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Dude, it was... Uh, it was wild and like I mean just from watching like I was watching for the back I was up front you know towards the end I had to be yeah but like just watching for the back and just seeing everybody singing the words you know what I mean yeah dude dude that that you know How to Live Without Blood was an extremely special album and then the EP after that uh, the Queen of Heaven yeah Queen of Heaven Heaven. Uh, Heaven. uh, (laughs) both uh, both of those were uh, you know for me just like uh, dude I've listened to How to Live Without Blood probably a hundred times like not even kidding (laughs) dope thank you dude I really
1: appreciate that man and like that's what that was for right yeah. because playing those songs is like such a drain on my mental health
0: yeah because yeah i mean you and that's you know what's funny though and i've always wanted to have this conversation with you and this is the perfect opportunity to do this uh is that when i you know because i sh- have mental health issues you know and i struggle a lot and they'll those songs like i could hear you know what i mean like yeah. it's like with any emo record you know right. that's why i love that music is just like this is somebody else who went through something like this right you know and I mean? that's what it's that's like, for right? right that's
1: why i wrote those songs yeah. right it's like yeah. i want somebody else who is also struggling like this right. to be able to be like oh he gets it like he yeah you know what i mean yeah, he's yeah, going yeah. through here's this somebody too. else who,
0: and, and putting words to it that i never could and it just hits home for me and it, it's like a comfort right thing you know what and I mean? that's yeah. what i
1: always wanted it to be but think about like I have to relive those moments every time, every sing time I sing the song, dude. Yeah. Oh, I hated it. Yeah. And, um, but I loved it for the people that it was helping. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. That was like the main focus right. after I realized what yeah. I was doing to myself.
0: Yeah, dude, I, I can, I can absolutely relate to that. Cause there's even post-prom songs that, you know, I, I used, and I've talked about this on here before that I just used. Before I started actually going to therapy, I used songwriting as my therapy forever, and that was how I got through shit. And like you said, you go back and you play those songs, and you're like, it just puts you back in that place of where you were. And it's like, dude, I don't want to be here anymore. I've moved on of this. Yeah, exactly.
1: My life has come so far from this, but it's like...
0: But these people fucking love these songs. Yeah, people want to hear this,
1: and you know, like it's a catch and it's fine dude it's a catch 22 that's exactly what it is shout out catch 22 (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah no that's exactly what it is dude and you know i like you know i don't go back and listen to those songs i don't go back and like whatever because i don't want to feel like that right and that's like with genesee hotel i wrote love songs only love songs That's yeah
0: dude it is it is uh uh an interesting switch. Yeah. Uh to hear you write what you're writing now. Um right. and you can tell that you're in a much better place and they're very uh, you know, more uplifting and they're very yeah, they're love songs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and they're and they're great and they're very it's so like uh I guess it's I mean, as far as just the sound goes, it's so gin blossom Z, which I sure, love. Although gin yeah. blossoms lyrics are usually pretty fucking sad. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. But um as far as just the sound goes, it's just a very like uplifting sound and uh I like it a lot. I think it's great. Dan, when the, the EP dropped, uh, Dan McCormick sent me a screenshot of Little One and said, best song he ever wrote. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And then I argued with him because I thought, the, what's, the, what's the last song on the EP called? Broth. Broth. I was like, no, dude, Broth is the song. Like, and I was talking to John about it yesterday. He said that you guys have been getting feedback like everybody's telling you different songs are the best one. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that is how you know you have a super fucking good EP. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. That means
1: a lot to me the it just it's better right like it I was writing like love songs and shit with Mandy K yeah but that was like <laughs> I,
0: you're a teenager I'm a teenager right yeah, like surface level they're right yeah right and yeah. to to do it now but that's where they were written for too was teenagers and that's why sure. like teenagers loved it exactly yeah, that's, that's why 13
1: year old
2: me was like yeah fucking like super into yeah, it. all. Yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs>
1: but yeah. yeah so this is so much it's so much better dude yeah. it's just like I don't feel bad playing the songs ever you know what i mean there's time where you like i would leave a show or like leave a practice and like something like particularly really struck with me and it's like fuck yeah then i have a bad night you know what i mean it's like dude i'm the same way man i get yeah i get
0: i'm like that too where i get like i'm easily affected by like a small moment that happens and only in a negative way which is like yeah Now I wait like you know, now I try to appreciate the small moments. You know what I mean? Right. Like small moments that happen, it's like I wish this could affect me in the same way it affects me negatively, but like right. positively for the small moments that are worth appreciating. Definitely. But there's so many like one little thing can happen and it just a switch flips in my brain that's just like You're done. Yeah. Done. My yeah. night is fucking yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just self deprecation and fucking I'm just gonna go listen to fucking uh some <laughs> album that makes me absolutely do you have those yeah. albums that's like or like record i don't know or songs that just like you put on to purposely just like destroy yourself yeah yeah i do that yeah. I, there's a lot that i have with those <laughs> yeah i have those yeah that's funny they, uh, <laughs> both have that it's part of being a songwriter probably i think it least, is at least in the genre that we play in yeah yeah
1: i think it is i'd banged their ball game by kevin divine yeah went like through my whole 20s yeah was the one that i like went back to and i was just like
0: yeah right i gotta feel just grab a bottle and fucking yeah yeah Yeah. there was uh you ever listen to that uh did you ever listen to born without bones at all yeah that album baby oh dude right which is like this breakup album that is just like this dude who's so obviously like broken over this person yeah i mean it's like that, that, that was mine. Yeah. Was just, I, I got chills thinking about.
1: <sighs> I miss fucking
0: you on your. I
1: dude, I that... never want to hear that song again. Dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's
0: what I'm saying. But it's so good. It's and amazing. I feel bad for yeah. that guy. I love you know that record. Like, it's so good. <clears throat> I listen, dude, that was literally, there was like, you know, one of the lowest points I was ever at was listening to that record and just drinking straight out the bottle of, a bottle of gin. Yeah. You know dude. what I mean? Yeah. And putting on like Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah having feelings is fucking weird and it, dude it is weird yeah it's fine like but i'm I, trying to then that's where i try <laughs> to
0: shift my focus now is i'll like, go well like yeah, right. having feelings is great but let's have all of them yeah like you know? let's
1: enjoy all of them instead of dwell on the ones that hurt right yeah yeah oh weird, yeah dude weird.
0: and that's probably part of the chemical imbalance in our brains it's but, gotta be yeah something like that for yeah. sure do you think um I mean just from, you know, an outsider's perspective of the last thing I hear from you is the queen of heaven mm-hmm. and then this is the next thing that I hear and then it's like and the only thing I know that changes is that, you know, now you're married with a child. Yeah. That had to be a in a, a crazy shift in
1: your perspective. Yeah. Definitely. Um having a child is like pff, A plus like 10 out of 10 best thing I ever did. Yeah. Um you know, he's fucking cute. I was ready. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. He yeah. Dog. I love He's him. a you mess post videos of him. He's a monster dude. I love him. He's the <laughs> best dude. He's so fun. Yeah. He, um, but yeah, like, I, you know, I was at a point in my life where I was so ready, you know? And so it, I don't know It it does. It changes everything yeah. and it could be for the better or for the worst. Right. But for me, it, it ended up, my mentality is like gray. You know what I mean? And my wife is dope. Yeah. She's so dope. You know what I mean? And like, that was obviously helpful. You know, I wrote a lot of those songs for her. Of all course, of them. Yeah. And um, I wrote every Genesee Hotel song for her. And like, um, to have the inspiration to write happy songs yeah. is like. I just dope, put two or two dude. together
0: about Strawberry.
1: Yeah. She's redhead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I wanted it. to say that without saying like
0: redhead girl. right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know right I mean? yeah um, strawberries that's awesome yeah i thought
1: right it was there. like i thought it was like a cool little thing and then it gave us so much opportunity for like the artwork and shit to yeah
2: just like
0: yeah it's called strawberry just like right. do strawberry shit yeah, you know I mean? sky, yeah. it makes life mad yeah. easy
2: so yeah.
0: cool man that's awesome it's 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 cool to see your uh journey throughout this because i mean we've known each other for a long time yeah forever uh the way we met i think is super funny because uh we were in Denny Crumless's shed, yep, uh, just jamming, you know. Yeah, and uh, we would play Tony Romes open life. Yeah, legs. dude. Yeah, I was like 15. Yeah, and was... what's so funny is I didn't know you were the Mandy K guy. Oh, cool. But I like was a fan. Yeah. You know? But like I had no idea until like years later. Oh, when cool. I found out. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you know, I was like 15 years old. My band had just broken up. And I literally 15 dude. I didn't. And I didn't know anybody else who played music. So I was like, I don't know what else to do. So I just like started just finding anybody I could jam with. Yeah. And I found those guys through my buddy, Jake, who was part of that. Um, you know, I worked with him and Mm -hmm. he was a musician. So that's how I started hanging out there. And then you just showed up one time and we did a cover of, uh, animals by neon trees yeah course, that song is so good what a banger so good and that was the first time i ever heard that song really we were covering it yeah, oh, like, yeah wow. that song was awesome and i remember playing it together at tony romes you know and i was not supposed to be in there you know <laughs> like i'm 15 <laughs> dude yeah well um, neither was i i right. was
1: probably what well no i was probably in my 20s right
0: yeah uh, how, how old are you now 30 and i'm 26 so you were like, so was like, oh wow, you were probably like nineteen, yeah, like nineteen or twenty. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know but that. Those that dudes are older me. than me, right? Yeah, Jake and Danny. Yeah, 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 those yeah. dudes are older than me. Yeah. So. yeah, they were probably freshly twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was a good time though. But yeah, I remember. And then we stayed friends through Facebook. And then I remember you posting the music video for "Do You Miss Me Yet." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this dude's in a band, cool." And I like watched it. And I was like, "Oh, this is fucking sick." <laughs> cool. And that was like my introduction, reintroduction into the Buffalo music scene because like after my band broke up, I wasn't playing shows anymore. Yeah, right. You know, so I kind of missed out, you know. So this is like 2010, you know, so between yeah. like 2010 and like 2012, Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything, and that's when I started fucking rapping and doing that shit. But, Dope. uh, <laughs> do whatever's fun do, for dude, you, man. I, I do, you always I remember like, you're doing other me shit, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and you did always gas me up for that, which I appreciated. It was so. good. <laughs> uh, uh, but, and then, um, yeah, that was just my introduction to the Buffalo music scene. Mm hmm. And you guys were the only local band I knew that was active at the time, and yeah. you were the only guy I knew. So uh, when I went to Fredonia, met Pat Walker, and he was booking shows, he was like, "Do you know any bands that we should book?" And I was like, "I know one band." Yeah, <laughs> uh, and yes, we should book them as the traditional, and that's how that show. Came oh, to dope, be. dude! I love yeah, that. And that was like our first time seeing each other in years. Yeah, a long um, time. Yeah, and that then, was a great show. Yeah, and all and, those shows down there were always so fun. Well, that's that's kind of how it started. Was Pat and I just you know Pat took over booking. Uh, and then he just, you know, wanted help, and him and I were both the same major and had a bunch of classes together and became homies. Yeah. And, uh, God damn it, dude. I have to give a shout out to Pat Walker every single week on this <laughs> podcast, and I hate he's it. He's probably bro.
1: loving it. He dude. is,
0: but he's such a fucking uh, dude. He like, old text. And he is like an avid listener. Yeah. So he, uh, shout out, Pat Walker. Dude, shout out, I love Pat you, Walker. Dude, the one I gave him one like right in the beginning last time, but he was like, oh, three minutes in, new record. And I was just
2: like, fuck <laughs> off, dude.
0: But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, he is, like, one of my best friends, one of the best dudes in the world. Uh, and, yeah, we started booking shows together in Fredonia, and then we just brought on as many people as we could, but the scene in Buffalo was also really cool at that time. This is, like, 2014, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, How to Live Without Blood just came out. Super American just became a band. Yeah. You know, Del Paxton was doing it. Like, uh, you know, Penamento was doing it. Like, it was a really, really cool scene at that time. We had a lot yeah. of fucking cool bands, you know, and... In Buffalo, like things were weird um, because the waiting room was, you know, Mohawk place closed. Mm-hmm. Waiting room was really the only place you were playing. Right. Um, so like, you know, and to take a 45 minute drive for anybody's going to be easy to come play a show that there's going to be a bunch of fucking kids who want right. to
1: your music. That yeah. Was it was a built in crowd, dude. It was awesome.
0: It was a built in crowd. And that was so cool about what we were doing there was just that. We just got a bunch of people hyped on just, like, live music. Yeah. There was just a bunch of kids that were like, we want to go to BJ's. Like, we know there's a show at BJ's every other Wednesday. That's what the schedule was. Yeah. So every other Wednesday, we're going to show up.
1: Yeah. There's going to be music. No matter who's playing. And that's dope because they, like, those kids felt like we could trust these kids who are... Booking the shows to bring in dope bands. Yeah, right. And, and that's right. Like, and
0: we and then we just like and we took pride in that. It was just like we're we're never going to put on a bad show. Yeah, you know, Pat Walker's mantra was always I'm never going to book a show I'm not going to want to go see myself. Yeah, you know. So and the lineups were like, always awesome. Yeah, so we weren't ever throwing handouts to bands that sucked just because they wanted right. to play. You right. know. You know. And sorry to those bands, but you know, <laughs> we were only going to book bands we thought were sick.
1: If you didn't get booked by them and you're listening to this now, <laughs> just know that Aiden thinks you suck, dude. Yeah. And that's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It just was not a show I wanted to see. Uh, yeah, but it was good, man. It was it was really cool. It was really fun doing those, um, and then being part of the radio station and doing that whole thing too was yeah. fun too. And uh, so obviously, you know, podcasting becomes the natural next step when sure. you're out of college and don't know what the fuck you're doing. It was like, well, this is what I used to do, so maybe I'll try. <laughs> I'll just bang this. Try again. doing this again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, that was awesome. I appreciate you always inviting us to do that kind of shit. Cause yeah, man, absolutely. it was dope.
0: Yeah, but yeah, and then through that, that's how I became friends with all these other people. You know what I mean? That's how I met Super American and yeah. dudes in Del Paxton and uh, uh, you know John Crook and 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 playing an ugly son and shit. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, shout out uh, John Crook, dude, dude. Shout out John Crook. I love I, I gotta John get him, Crook. I gotta get him on here. I've been meaning to ask oh, do him. Do it. But, yeah. Uh, he's also the. I just know he's the busiest guy in the world. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he's always busy, but he's like he also just got married. He's so. a great talker. I know he is I, I love, love listening to him. him Tell stories Dude what's funny is The first time I ever met John Crook was when Ugly Son was playing BJ's mm-hmm. Which the only reason We booked them Was because We booked Made Violent And Made Violent was like These are our buddies Yeah Like we want to play with them And we're mm-hmm. like cool So we had them on our radio show That we were doing there And that was my first time Ever meeting them. And like that In that radio interview Like I just loved talking to him Yeah I mean, and him just like Became homies after that You know what I mean And then I worked for him For a little bit Oh, um, right. Working at uh, 189. Years, That's but, right. Yeah. Yeah, he's the man. Um, uh, I'm going to have Rob Romano on cool. as well. Yeah. This Rob's is quick, so funny. Yeah, yeah. Dude, also just a great dude to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy, man. Yeah, yeah me very, too. Very cool, dude. <laughs> Those kids are awesome, dude. That tree yeah. is that tree of like. The East Aurora, Alden kids. Yes, yeah. they rock, dude. Yeah. They're fun. They really do. And they're fucking really, really good musicians. Dude. Yeah. Ugly Son is like, dude, the three of those guys are three of the most talented. I mean. So, so dope. Yeah. I mean, dude, Harry is a professional musician. Like Bro. that, dude. There's nobody who does it better than he does. Yeah, I agree. You know I, mean? like, I agree. Yeah. And like probably the best drummer in Buffalo. Oh, he's so Which sick. is so funny because John Crook's probably number two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember when, uh, this is a funny
1: little story, when we were in uh, Mandy Kay we had John Crook was playing keyboard and then Jeff Trahey um, was playing drums. And there was like this whole thing because, you know, we're young and it was stupid. But like there was like this whole thing where it's like, oh, John Crook's the number one, like whatever style drummer in Buffalo. But Jeff Trahey is number two. And like, is there going to be like a thing? It's like, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so fucking
1: trivial. and stupid.
0: <laughs> You've all dude, Yeah, that's the whole thing. And. John Crooks said one of the, I mean, he didn't, he didn't say it to me. He said it to Matt Cox. So I don't, so if John listens to this and then you never said this, blame Matt Cox. But, uh, this is what Matt told me about. One thing that John said to him was just like, dude, we all have fucking huge egos. Yeah. And we all just need to admit it. Yeah. And just understand that we're all doing the same thing here. Yeah. And we are all just trying to feed our egos, yep. playing on these, playing, the, writing these songs, playing on the stages and we're all doing it. And it's just like what a fucking, and I always have referred to John Crook as like, he's like my dad of the music. scene. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, like, dude. He always took me under his wing to like, tell me the old stories of everything he went through so that I would never do it. Yeah. yeah. And that's like one of his, his, uh, wisdoms that he passed on was just like, dude, everybody's just gotta accept that. We just all have these huge fucking egos. Yeah. You know what I mean, and just like, if you could accept that and just move on from it, you know what I mean? We're going to be fine. That's so true, dude. Like, but it really is, dude. Especially when you're younger. Oh, th- that was brutal. Like all these dudes with just huge egos in the same room. It's yeah. going to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, you know? it's like oh, yeah. it's just Oasis waiting to happen.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> and yeah, it, like you're, you know, you're that young and you don't really understand like your emotions yet. You just right. like know that you're the fucking best, and yeah. everybody around you is right. just like your fucking whatever guy. Yeah. You know? What I mean? Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, it is funny
1: everybody and every single person in that band feels that way yep yeah <laughs> right
0: yeah but also that tension is usually what brings some really fucking cool things to happen. that's you know true i mean yeah yeah that's what uh, a thing that i talk about a lot too is why uh i have so i and a lot of people don't love blink 2 self-titled from 2003 why because they're dumb and come uh, find me Yeah, dude. But the thing that I love about that record is fucking Mark and Tom hated each other at that point. Right. And there's so much tension in the room. Yeah. And also, up to that point, like it really had been, Mark was running the show. Yeah. But now Tom was finally starting to come into his own. He just did the Boxcar Racer record. Which rules. Right. Which (laughs) so fucking rules. Yeah. And to finally show, oh, Tom can do just as much as Mark can. Yeah. Right? And that the self title is the first album that it's really like Tom becomes the star for the first time. Right. You know? Right. Uh, Instead of, it's either, like, Mark's the star or Mark and Tom are the star together. And then yeah. this one is, like, there's, you know, you get a few songs, and it's like, oh, no, Tom's the fucking star of this album. Yeah, right. You know, and uh, and uh that's why, is because there was just so much tension in the room between them that just created this fucking amazing record. That's you know? crazy. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I love yeah. Liquid A2. Yeah, like, I mean, they're, they're my all-time. The best. I mean? yeah. The fucking and best. I, and I acted like they weren't for a long time because because i got fucking made fun of for liking them Mm, you know and i finally got over that within the last few years and probably becoming friends with matt helped with that because matt fucking loves that band just as much as i do yeah you know and dan you know and so it's like when you have buddies that love the band as much as you do you're like all right yeah fuck these people they are fucking (laughs) sick
1: i've never been around anybody who made me feel stupid for it yeah and maybe i should have been to like I don't know, get that experience yeah. and like because well, I, I didn't know it was like that. I didn't yeah. I didn't know anybody well, would treat you like shit for that.
0: Yeah. So when I worked at uh I was like a fucking dishwasher at a restaurant and I was a fifteen year old kid and I worked with like some fucking like old like metal heads. Oh shit. You sure. know what I mean? That yeah. just are like, you know, love fucking Metallica and like uh you know <laughs> yeah, what, guns and roses, you know, whatever. Right. Like just Blink Way two's not fucking cool enough right. for them. Yeah, right. Or they loved like actually a lot of them loved like grunge, you know what I mean? They mm. loved fucking Nirvana and Pearl Jam, so like Liquid Two to them like were like pussies. Yeah. Yeah right. You know I mean, I'm just like, like bro, fuck, fuck off. Stupid. Yeah, fuck I also you. love Nirvana and yeah. Pearl Jam. Like, just fucking stop being insecure and yeah, have fun, right. you fucking idiots. Yeah, enjoy yourself, you yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I I can't stand uh, just. Dude, there's uh, there's so many people like that exist. Just these fucking haters. Yeah, dude. They just want to hate something because it's they, fucking. You
1: know what? I I find myself like doing stupid shit like that too, and then just being like, why? Like, why? Right. Do I, why do I act like that? Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, like yeah. for me, it was like Twenty One Pilots. It was like. This so they're the so easiest band to shit out of yeah. But then I was like, man, but these are really good songs. And it's like, thank you. I'm not going to bang this like when I'm by myself. But like, yeah, I got to respect it. Like these songs are good. And like, and you know what part of it is, too, is like hearing it every other song. Right. Yeah. It's like anytime I put on like 107.7 or like yeah. 103 and it's every other song. It's like, right. Right. Yeah, can't of, course, this of course. Anymore. But when. Yeah,
0: that's kind of I was in college. And uh, you know, vessel was their like first like mainstream record, mm. and then uh, blurry face was after that. Yeah, and they were the biggest band around at that time, and so you know, I don't know that people hate them. Yeah. i just hear the songs right and i'm like i don't know anything about them i'm like these songs are cool
1: yeah
0: and then but it was like oh no 21 like it, it was cool to shit on them yeah you know what i mean and i'm like right. but i think the songs are cool yeah you know and it's also the same thing it's like it's cool to shit on the front bottoms too and yeah i talk right. about this on the podcast all the time because mm-hmm. i defend those bands so much because i'm just like dude like because they're good like right. at, at
1: the end of the day these are like good songs and they're writing yeah. good songs but yeah. it's like Cool to hate, dude.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah. And it's exactly the same thing with the the MGK thing now. Is is that's the newest thing for everybody. Did you listen to the MGK record like that he did with Travis Barker? I love it. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Fucking rocks. The songs are so fucking (laughs) good. Yeah,
1: dude. I could uh, take or leave Machine Gun Kelly, right? But yeah, I have that record on vinyl. Like dude, that's right. That's it. my it whole rocks, argument. Dude.
0: I don't give a fuck about this guy, but this album yeah. is
1: good. Yeah. The
0: songs are so well done. Right. I don't give a fuck about this dude. Right. Put him aside. The album's good. Right.
1: When you make it like a pop culture thing, right? Like yeah. where he's like, oh, he's dating Megan Fox and like right. he's doing like crazy nails and yeah. like getting like... Whatever, it's like yeah. I don't give a shit about that. Right, I want to turn this record on and roll my windows down, and just fucking yeah, just you know, it, my yeah, yeah, nuts, rules, dude. dude. Yeah,
0: dude, there's a lot of good songs on that album. Yeah, and that's my thing is like people just shit on it because it's like cool to shit on it. I guess yeah. I don't
1: know. Um, I didn't I, realize that was so cool to shit on either. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I just hang
0: out with shitty people. I don't know. dude. I don't know. Well,
1: I, you know what? The internet does that to you a lot. too. It does.
0: You know what that you're hundred percent correct. That's what it is. Is that I'm just on Twitter all the time. Yeah. And all no, people do on Twitter stupid. are just like, let's shit on everything. Yeah. You know, and I'm just a person who's like, I like everything. You know what I mean? I'll find something to like about everything. Yeah. And, if, and there's just things that I'm just like, not for me. Yeah. You know, I'm never going to fucking shit on anything. Yeah. Right? And I used to, of course. Right. Like, obviously, when I was like a in high school or whatever, I just shit on everything because I was just jealous that it was successful. Sure. <laughs> you know, and that I didn't make it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, once you get over that, it's just like, dude, there's something you can find something good in everything. Right. You know, like. And then, you know, whatever I'm not into, I'm just not into it. And right. There's no reason to That's shit on exactly somebody it. else.
2: That's
1: that. exactly that. it. Yeah. I'm not going to make anybody feel bad because they like something. Right. But like. Yeah. If it's corny, it's corny. I'm not going to bang it. But if you're right. into it, like. Yeah. More power dude, to you, Somebody is, has I think to that
0: when I'm like talking about something that I really like and then somebody's like, oh, I fucking hate that. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, ah. Yeah, like, really? How dare you? Yeah. Like I'm sitting here like passionately talking about, right. Oh dude, I fucking love that. Something uh, I truly dude, I, care about. Yeah, oh, bro. Fuck that band. That band sucks. Uh. I was just like, why are you going to say that? Like, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Now you're personally affected. Right. Right. Know?
1: Like, yeah. I'm so invested in this and I'm telling you how much I care about it. And right. Like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. You're a punk. You think, yeah. <laughs> and
0: that's something that's probably you know, always exists in punk emo hardcore, whatever yeah. alternative music is just is always gonna be And you know
1: what, that thing has always kind of been too just like like you said, like jealousy that like one band is like doing something cooler than you are. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. Not You know what I mean? Like they're like maybe getting further than you are. Right. And you're jealous. And it's like, oh, you like that? That's fucking stupid. Right.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think what it is for me is is that I finally just became self-aware about that. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I'm, my first instinct is to shit on this because I'm jealous of it. Yeah. But if I get past that, yeah, oh, these are really good songs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and as a songwriter, I'm always listening to the structure. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And that is how now I became just this crazy – I am just a crazy Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. A crazy Justin Bieber fan. Yeah. Like, dude, dude some of these pop artists, man, I'm like, dude, because it's like if you get over the, the – That you know, yeah. All right, Justin Bieber's a douchebag. Whatever. These songs are so fucking sick. Right. I don't love
1: Justin Bieber. I don't love
0: Justin Bieber the man. Yes.
1: I love the songs that he's putting out. Yeah. They're uh, so good,
0: and of course they're because they should be. Right. I mean, like that's why. Why wouldn't they be? Like he
1: is talented. Right. Yeah. And he's doing it. Like whatever that peaches song rules. Yeah. I love. I haven't. I banged that record one time, but I haven't really been able to dive into it. Um, but I first listened through, I was like this rocks. Yeah. And then that Taylor Swift, the song I always hear on the radio. Um,
0: Take my hand, that's my yeah, man. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. This is those, a dude, banger. Yeah, both of those. She put out those two albums last year, and both of them are nuts. Yeah, I'm gonna have so to dive good, in. Good. I haven't had the opportunity yeah. to like really like. That's been like most sit of and my listen, you know. pandemic experience is just rabbit holes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's honestly what's made me I think a much better songwriter. Yeah, of where I'm at, which is so funny because Post prom's about to put out this album, and I'm like, dude, I don't even. I'm so yeah. beyond these I'm songs ready to already. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to write something fucking new. Dude. I hear you. Like, um, but that's always how it happens. Right. You know what I mean, right. The pandemic just stretched it out that much longer. Than right. It's just like makes it worse. Yeah, yeah dude. Right. Yeah, it's always like that. It is so funny, dude, how that's always how it is. It's just like you get really excited about writing new stuff, uh-huh. and then, but it takes so. And I talked to uh, Nick Berger about this one time of just like the amount of time it takes from the time you write a song to put it out. Like it's usually at least a year. Yeah. From when you write it to when you put it out at least a year. Right. And then by the time it's out, you have a new idea that you're way more right, excited about. Right, and you're already
1: writing all these other yeah, songs. Yeah. yeah, dude. That is exactly how it is. It's like the, the the timeline of write, demo, record, release. Like, we already have a second record written. Right, yeah, like it's John just was like, me about it, yeah. It's just it's the timeline sucks right it's like yeah. it's not instantaneous right. so
0: right and we live in an instantaneous world right we live in an instantaneous world where it's like okay write it record it, put it out right now yeah you know exactly know I mean? like instant gratification do. right
1: yeah. and that's cool right however you do it and however you can make it work you know what i mean yeah i got so much other shit i gotta deal with yeah that it's like right. I,
0: <laughs> I wish yeah. i could do this like this yeah, right. yeah it would be awesome yeah that's music music man. i love it man
1: never gonna stop never ever Unless I'm like, I can't sing or something. Well, I guess I could just like play, play bass. Or right, guitar. yeah. I'll always figure it yeah, out. Dude, I'll, play. I, I'll figure it out. I'll play. I do <laughs> think about that a
0: lot of just like, oh man, what if like, I don't know, I got in some like crazy car accident and like lost an arm or something. Yeah, and right. I couldn't play guitar anymore. It's like, oh, well, well, I guess I would just figure, sing. I would just sing. Yeah, you know what I mean? right. And it's like, I'm always going to find a way. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. I, and that's something just very, uh, uh, primal in me yeah you know what i mean just since day one you got to figure like like out how you got to do it Yeah. when did you start like playing music or, or show an interest in wanting to play music
1: um i was in elementary school and i wanted to take guitar lessons and so my mom and dad bought me an acoustic um at the music station it was a it was a music store on the corner of like ridge like ridge and abbott if you go around that bend yeah i think it's like a uh garage door place now oh interesting it used to be a music store there and so he let me go in and pick out a guitar or whatever so i started playing guitar and i you know i really liked it i was naturally drawn to it because you know it was all i did was listen to music yeah so i was probably like 11 or 12
0: yeah so So i was was really into the beatles ah there it is okay and
1: so like that was what really got me like going i was really into like the pop beatles stuff like the very like the early, the early stuff. earlier yeah. stuff like help yeah, yeah, and yeah. hard days night and that yeah, shit. same same it was just it's like so fun you know what i mean it's just like yeah. whatever yeah and so um then i took like three or four lessons and then i wrote my own song and then i was like i don't need lessons anymore that's so funny <laughs> and it was like you know it was just open chords like whatever but yeah. i was like in love and i was like i i can play songs yeah i don't need help right so <laughs> and, you know stupidly and then i um but then I just practiced, practice, practice. I never got that good at guitar because then I fell in love with Blink One Eighty Two, and I was gonna be Mark Hopp as That was it, right? So like that, I was playing bass,
0: okay. and just like so,
1: jumping in my bedroom yeah, and like whatever, like yeah, playing yeah, bass yeah. lines on my guitar until my mom and dad got me a bass for Christmas. Nice. And I was like, so stoked, right? Yeah. And then so then I then I met Mike Brady from Mandy K. Yeah. And then, um, I met him while I was still playing guitar. We were both playing guitar, and then we would just like. <laughs> This is kind of embarrassing, but we would just put on like Blink-182 records or like whatever we were listening to at the time records. And then um, we would like pretend to play like hockey sticks or brooms. Like, yeah, we were yeah, young, yeah. you know, we were 12, yeah, 13, like really that. young. No. Why not? It's so fun. It was such like a fun release. It was like we would get yeah. together just to do that. And then one day Mike was like, man, we should just like play the songs. Yeah. He's like, we both play guitar. Like we should just play the songs. And he's playing like. Uh, boxcar racer song yeah and i was like holy shit you learned that song and he's like yeah he's like it's not that hard we could use these tabs and then we just started learning everything and then i was like okay i'm gonna play bass yeah like i want to play bass i don't want to play guitar anymore and then i you know just play bass and that was that and then from then on like we were just always playing music always 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 and then we started mannequin
0: yeah nice that's so funny very similar for me um i was i mean I my dad played guitar so like there were guitars around the house all the time and when yeah. I was like I was actually looking through old pictures the other day and found there's a bunch of pictures of me like just holding an acoustic guitar on my lap like as like three years old yeah no idea how to play it but I just always wanted you it, want, near it like me. you gravitated you know I, mean? I like... was huge into Garth Brooks cool when I was when I was like a toddler yeah was like what I was first drawn to uh-huh um, but then I was really into like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys as well me too yeah I was super into
1: boy bands loved super it, duper into loved boy it. Bands. I
0: wanted to be Justin Timberlake when I was like Hell yeah, five years old
1: yeah. I was super into to A.J. McClain. Okay, nice. I don't know why. Yeah, dude, Probably big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and then, yeah, I was really into Michael Jackson for a while. Cool. Um, Was, yeah, very about Michael Jackson. And then I found good charlotte was my mm-hmm. first like introduction into that and yeah i was like whoa you know what i mean so, yeah i was like seven when that album came out so like which one young and hopeless, young and the hopeless yeah. yeah which i would just actually i listened to that album yesterday front to back for some reason it just is a good fourth of july record for me yeah um and, uh, something about it just like it sounds like summertime like american summer you yeah it is mean? like that that album uh and then the notes of that album are nuts um eric valentine produced it who did third eye Blind okay, Self-titled yeah. he did louder now but take next Sunday yeah and most recently he did proper dose by the story so far oh sweet so he's done a lot of my favorite records so I'm like that makes so much sense that yeah I loved that record as you know as a seven-year-old and yeah that was the guy who produced it and I went on to love a bunch of his other records uh so
1: I must have been what 11 or 12 when that record came out yeah
0: I loved it too yeah I went and saw them at show and John, John Feldman uh from Goldfinger who yeah. now does like all the blink two stuff right uh wrote the anthem Oh, yeah. dope. Yeah, which is like, I mean, that's... Oh, man, band. that is a Goldfinger yeah. song, dude. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah. yeah, I dude, I was I was crazy surprised to read that. So wow. Joel, so Joel, <laughs> Joel and Benji, the brothers yeah. in the band, wrote every song except for the anthem. John Feldman wrote that song. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and it makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's sick. It's so good. Wow. Yeah. So I'm
1: when I was younger, I never really dove into any of that stuff. Right. And I see. I, I guess I could go back into it Again, now, right?
0: Through the pandemic, I became like I just started going down rabbit holes, especially of records. Like uh-huh. I, I got a huge vinyl collection, so like when I I love listening to an album front to back and just reading about you know the yeah. notes on it, who was part of what, like how things happened. Also, Josh Freeze, you know who Josh Freeze is he's like one of, dude. This dude, look up Josh Freeze. Uh-huh. He uh, has played in so many. I mean, dude, he played in, like, the 90s and 2000s, played in every fucking band that mattered. Yeah. You know, like, he was just this drummer that just played for everybody when they didn't have a drummer. Phenomenal session drummer, and he played the drums on that album. Okay. Like, never played with Good Charlotte, just only just for, for that the album. the recording, right. And the drums on that album are insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, that album is not Oh, that's, that's funny. I forgot that Good
1: Charlotte never really had a drummer.
0: Yeah, well, the guy who came in after, I think, is still the drummer. Is he now? Yeah. He also... Well, I remember
1: just seeing like the the pictures of like the four of them, right? It yeah. was like the the like the twins, right? And then yeah. Billy and Yep. Chris? Chris. Yeah.
0: Um and then yeah, so the drummer who came in after that actually ended up. I know there's a story about Cute is What We Aim For when Cute was doing uh one of their records, they wanted to get cuz uh, uh, apparently like the there was you know not good vibes between whoever was producing it and jeff yeah playing, Je- or no tom. Jeff? Tom, tom 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 and tom playing drums and so they wanted to bring in the dude from good charlotte to play drums oh. on the record and uh uh i'm pretty sure the story goes somebody was basically like if tom's not playing drums like i'm not fucking we're not doing Word this it, yeah you know i mean yeah i don't know the rest of the story so i'm yeah. not gonna obviously and i'm friends with those guys so i don't want to tell anything that's wrong yeah but, um uh, yeah so I just thought There was a funny question be, Between Good Charlotte and It yeah. had
1: to be a rotation And what they did it with first... Feldman
0: Oh then that would make sense yeah. yeah Yeah So Wow that's nuts I didn't know that yeah, yeah
1: They did it with Feldman Yeah Crazy shit I like that record I don't like the Cutes first album Both of them Oh yeah I like them both
0: Yeah I think they're both I'm insane They're phenomenal For the time yeah.
1: For the time yeah, It was dope I was yeah. a big fan
0: Oh yeah for the time they were fucking, loved yeah. And I mean, just to see Buffalo boys on MTV was, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah.
1: And Jeff and Tom are like, yeah, we're tight. You know yeah. what I mean? They're good good friends, dudes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The first club show I ever saw was good. Charlotte and autopilot off and messed maybe at show place. Wow. I was, Eleven or twelve. Yeah, it was fucking sick, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's nuts. That uh, was Good Charlotte headlining.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was the it was that tour. Yeah, so and tour. so
0: before that, they were direct support or opening for. They opened for Blink on the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket tour. Okay, and then they were on the Honda Civic tour with New Found Glory. Okay, and then made that record. And then did a headlining tour, and then, you know, yeah. we the biggest fucking band in the world yeah. for a few years. They were crushing. Yeah. And they, then they dude, put they,
1: out that record that was like way
0: ahead of their time, the right? Chronicles of Life and Death, dude. Yeah. Nobody talks about that record. 2004? Had to be. Or 2005? Had maybe. to be then. Uh, uh, also, Eric Valentine, uh-huh. who's that producer who did a bunch of those other records, did Chronicles of Life and Death. Dude. And yes, it was extremely ahead of their time. Super ahead of their time, yeah. and just like and it was way every different. band
1: sounds like that.
0: Dude, but the songs were still really good. Yeah. That I just want to live songs yeah, on there. Yeah. That's really good. Man,
2: well, man, yeah. That shit yeah, is dope. There was, a, there
0: was a lot of good songs on that record. I like that record a lot. Yeah. And it doesn't get talked about a lot. I saw some somebody tweeted about that album recently. It was like, nobody talks about this. And I was yeah. just like, yo, yes. Dude. This album is so <laughs> unappreciated. I remember buying that album from Media Play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and then, so yeah, Good Charlotte was like my shit. And then right after that was... I mean, I was always into Blink. Mm-hmm. I knew the, the, the singles, but it was a bit before my time. You know what I mean? Like right. I was four when Anima came out. Yeah, right. And I was six when Take Off Your Pants and Jacket came out. So, yeah. like, a little bit before my time. Yeah. But I was eight when the self title came out. You know what I mean? I hear feel- fuck, dude. You were eight when
1: the self title came out? Yeah, 2003. Yeah. Out? Yeah, that's... Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. That's yeah. crazy. So... So um the self-title comes out and feeling this and I miss you come out and I'm like an eight-year-old kid and I'm like, oh okay, this is This is it. This is it. <laughs> so like that's where that the, my blink fandom started right there. Yeah. Which is funny because talking to my friends that I have, like everybody's like, No, it was enema. Right. You
1: know? For me, but my friends
0: are all older. Right. Yeah. So for like, me it was enema. That yeah. was
1: it. Like, you know, I was right. way too young for Dude Ranch. Yeah. And right. then yeah. I was still oh, too young if- for Enema, but like they were playing What's My Age Again and All the Small Things on T R L. Right. And I was like, This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love this. Yeah, these and,
0: dudes played it in their underwear and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's where that started. But I was really into like, you know, cause then after that it was fallout boy and mm-hmm. then panic at the disco, my mm-hmm. romance, the, the, the mall emo as they yeah, call it. Yeah. I was That was my shit. I'm about it. And then, so I started playing guitar when I was 11. Okay. Uh, I started getting lessons from my cousin. It was like my mom's cousin. Uh, and he lived, he lived fucking on Kirkwood right off Seneca. Sure. So I'd go over there and I took lessons for six months. Mm-hmm. I was doing once a month, took lessons for six months kind of the same thing figured out how to work my way through a song figured out tabs yeah and i was like all right i'm good i don't need this. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and then lived in which i kind of feel like i kind of fucked myself by not trying to understand music theory uh, me too a, yeah even 100%. a little bit um i just read tabs you know i just yeah. heard songs i liked learned how to play them and then just rip them off you know oh yeah uh and so like that's
1: songwriting <laughs> yeah exactly so
0: and then seventh grade you know so i'm like a year into playing guitar i mean do you know alex miskell He's, like, in, like, the hardcore scene now. He plays in, like, a metalcore band now, but... I, I think I do. I I know we've met. Yeah. I think I know Okay, you're talking about. He, yeah, uh, so me and him went to middle school together, uh-huh. and we meet when I'm in seventh grade, and we start a band. Uh, And, you know, the first things we're doing are playing like Radio 2 songs. Right. You know, we're playing Damn It. We're playing all the small things. Everybody. You know, and it's just like, yeah, right. And That's then, how All Time Low started. Right, yeah. And then we're playing, you know, My Friends Over You, and it's like, yeah. those are the only songs were playing you know and then i'm trying you know i'm writing my own songs and they're whatever i'm 12 this is my first go at right. it but it was fun you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then but then what happened so that was you know played in a band uh to like freshman year of high school mm-hmm. and then a day to remember was the biggest fucking band when i was yeah, a freshman in high school
1: i remember and so
0: everybody was like that Homesick record right Yep, Homesick yeah. was 2009 and that's when i was a freshman in high school yeah so, yeah so that album comes out and everybody's like pop punk's dead. And we need to start screaming. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm 14 and I can (laughs) barely handle singing, so like, (laughs) this just isn't going to happen. Right, I'm I'm not screaming. Yeah, I'm not screaming. Yeah, Yeah. I love this record, Mm -hmm. all about it. I'll I'll cover the songs that there's just singing in. Yeah, but I can't do screaming. So literally, our band broke up, and the everybody but me in that band, and well, me and the drummer, who the the drummer also loved Blank, like that was our shit. All the other guys went on to start uh like a post hardcore band tried to basically uh, be a day to
1: remember yeah uh
0: and then me and, what band was that call them out uh well they were called miss the mark okay uh and then they went on to become scenery with solace which scenery with solace was like oh i remember up, that they were name. like gent yeah like i remember like, that yeah name. yeah yeah i mean they played rec room <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah they were around for a while okay um but they started as as miss the mark oh okay. that was all the dudes i was in a band with originally, right? Uh, and then me and that same drummer started a band called Through the Floorboards, which lasted for like a year. Who do you know the O'Connors, Mike and Josh O'Connor from Seneca? i know michael connor yeah. so michael connor's little brother josh played bass in our band josh is one of the best bass players in buffalo if not the best the dude is fucking yeah so good and he's under- playing pop punk <laughs> right exactly which is so funny dude yeah, yeah. he's like understands music theory through and through. he understands tone yeah right and we're playing fucking like at this point i'm trying to be like all right let's try to do like a third eye blind type yeah do pop rocky type stuff but sure. then we still wrote a Pop punk song anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, we literally wrote two songs. One was like a Google Goo Dolls Third Eye Blind type song. And The other song was just a very yeah yeah. And uh, which was so funny, just that we still went back to it anyway. And Josh, who's like this phenomenal virtuoso bass player, is just play root notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like shredding it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I right. Like, we were recording songs at uh, True Sound Studios, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, we were going there. And I remember the dude there, uh, Ryan, who was running it, was like why the fuck are you in this band? Like this yeah. dude's so good at bass, you know what I mean? And we're like 15, 60 year old, like mediocre at best, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude. Super funny. Yeah. And then, you know, we ended up just calling it quits because Josh was like, eventually was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Yeah. You know? Like and I like, can't. And yeah, no, I didn't even blame him. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah, right. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. You know? Yeah. And then it was just like, all right. And then I just tried to do the singer songwriter thing for a while after that. And then, yeah, I, I, try to do the hip hop thing after that because it was just like dude i don't know anymore and i'm just on my own i don't know anybody right so i'm just gonna try everything that i can you know just to see if something takes off
1: right um that's part of like finding yourself like musically too yeah you know i mean i've done a lot of stuff that nobody knows about like nobody's like heard of or whatever but i really
0: do have to stop shitting on myself for doing the rap thing i think it's just because the stereotypical thing of like you know that kid from your high school that white kid from your high school that's trying to be a rapper you know what i mean like but i did well right i actually i had more success in that than anything i've ever done right um like i was playing sold out shows at the waiting room playing like opening for like prominent rappers and shit sure like, it was cool people liked it like you know my family fucked with it which was sweet like yeah. you know my like my brothers didn't give a shit about pop punk they never wanted to come see me right you know? uh and so when i started rapping like my brothers and my cousins started coming out so it was like a, you know it was like oh maybe i'm doing something right yeah I dude I mean. and then uh, but then when i went to college that's when well first of all i see the you know, the traditional is like, oh, okay, there's fucking bands playing again. You yeah. I mean? Like like rock, emo, punk bands are playing. Right. Which I didn't know about at the time. You know right. what I mean? And so Yeah, was that like,
1: was like a whole like revival. You right, know what I mean? Yeah. It was so like, I was like,
0: oh shit. You know, and this is taking me back to what I used to want to do originally. Yeah. And then I start meeting, you know, all the guys in Fredonia, the kill the clock dudes, Pat Walker, all these dudes that are also into that kind of music. Yeah. And then it's like, dude, what am I doing? Like right. you know what I mean? And that's how the idea of the other me started was that this is like not who I actually am. This is just me trying to do something else. So that's right. why I called it the other me. It was just like, this is just me oh, trying to like, cool. yeah. Right. And so, but then like actual, like who I was at my heart was like, no dude, I'm a pop punk kid. Yeah. Like, I'm, right. a, I'm a punk emo kid, like at heart. And this is what I should be doing. Yeah. And that's how, you know, and then I want to fucking rock. Yeah. And this is what right. I like. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then finally I met dudes I could play it in band with Cause I didn't have that for so long. I didn't know anybody yeah, right. that was like down for it, you mm-hmm. know? So uh yeah so the traditional is like really like what led me back down that path into where i'm at now that makes you so, feel good dude yeah good it Fuck should yeah. man you guys did something really fucking cool um did you guys ever to play get to play a funeral home yeah we played uh that was a venue i i missed Seaway. out on
1: wow or no no uh sea haven sea haven still sea yeah. haven yeah. Uh, it Still was like one the of their band. first tours Yeah we yeah. played with them at Funeral Home And it was really yeah, cool that I think was it was a, our second show Yeah
0: See that was a venue I missed out on mm-hmm. You know Yeah um, And that was like You know When I met Charlie Was when He started showing me all these bands That were like You know He showed me mountains And All Blondes Go to Heaven And uh, you, Whatever Other whatever was doing it then at yeah, the time. Right. These like bands that existed from like 2011 to like 2015. Those were
1: the one, I mean, it was like Panameno was like the band, right? Right, Of course. Yeah. And then it was just like every other band was like still dope, but we were like all peppered in. Right. It was like the traditional all blondes. Yeah. Mountains. Those are the ones that always stick out to me. Right. There's definitely more there were more
0: for sure. And I've listened to them and I love them. And all. I
1: feel, yeah, yeah, I feel good. stupid for Jays like them bands. not coming right to my brain. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But
0: yeah, there was, a special, and, it was uh, a special thing that happened. But it was a special thing, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and I missed out on it a little bit. But the I got to see the well you guys it was the Pentimental, the traditional well kept things. You guys did two shows at Leopard Lounge Yeah the ballroom. And that was my first time ever seeing Panameno, which is hilarious. Yeah, because it was like one of the last shows they did but until they did the ballroom show. Yeah, it might have been. Oh, the cedar list. kites! I forgot. That oh, one came cedar right kites, me. dude. dude bro, yeah, cedar uh, kites uh, is fucking uh, uh, sick. Uh, Rust Belt lights as well. Rust Belt was, lights, dude. Yeah. Yes, yeah. dude. Oh,
1: yeah, man. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. That like it hit me, and I was like, "How could I forget?" Yeah, like that. Right, I know. Fucking uh, yeah. record, amazing. Uh, uh,
0: right yeah oh yeah dude there was a bunch of bands just fucking killing it yeah you know and yeah the scene was great there were venues and there was also like a prominent diy scene which was cool like like things were just fucking cool back then and i i missed yeah. out on it but i still like you know i i know that it was special just by the way that the guys i play with now talk about yeah. it, you know and i love those a lot of the songs that got made during that they were fucking great
1: yeah i love i hold that like era like very close to my heart it was so it was so fun
0: and we were all kind of doing it together and we yeah. all it
1: was so like it was such a we were it, like it was like this oh, you know it's, I it's mean? a
0: rare time when you can have a local showcase sell out a venue
1: sure sure you know and every single band is like homies like nobody's yeah. holding any like right there's no beef nobody feels shit yeah there's no yeah. beef nobody yeah. feels like shit about any other band that's playing yeah. like oh i'm not playing if fucking kites right. is playing right. you know what i mean yeah.
0: like everybody was just there to to bro down yeah Yeah, super cool. That was the Um, That that Leopard Lounge show, Penimenzo, the traditional, well-kept things. So my first time seeing Penimenzo, I knew them, obviously. I was a fan of them. I just never got to see them before. Yeah. And uh, that was the first show they played after putting out I No Longer. Yeah. So it was very, very cool. And uh, me and Pat Walker drove from Fredonia to go there. I had never heard of well-kept things. Yeah. Right? So I see them play, and I'm standing with Pat Walker like fucking clockwork. I go, in between a song, I go... These guys are fucking sick. Yeah. And right after I said that, Colin says in the microphone, Oh, so this is our last show. Yeah. And I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, why does this keep happening to me? Yeah. Like, I keep finding these bands super late. Like, right you know? at the end
1: of their shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's how I've always been, dude. I always find people right at the end. Yeah. Uh, but um, but they were so good. You yeah. Know? And that was the first time I ever met Charlie because that was, I think, that was the first show he played with you guys or one of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he did double duty that day. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So yeah and the rest is history after that yeah that's Um, sick Yeah,
1: Chuck joining the traditional was so funny because like Steve Shearer was playing with us at the time Mm -hmm. and then he was like I'm going he's like I'm going to move to Hawaii and live with my mom and I was like cool man like that rocks more power to you enjoy it whatever and then Chuck he was doing our demos for I think it was Queen of Heaven I think he was doing the demos for Queen of Heaven and um we were like, well, what do we, what, you know, what do you want us to pay you or whatever? And he's like, I don't remember how this whole transaction went out, but it just like turned out, it's like, yeah, we're going to Fest, you want to go? And he was like, yeah. So he just like hopped in the van with us to Fest. We all went to Fest. And then after that tour was when Steve was like, I'm going to go to Hawaii. We were like, all right, Chuck, you want to do this or what? And he was like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sick. And then it
1: just like kind of fell together. Yeah.
0: And it was great too. that. the The final lineup, you know, was probably my favorite. Yeah, mine yeah. too. Yeah,
1: mine too. That was like, you know, I love boots. Um, shout out Ryan Bennett, but he, uh, <laughs> I've never met him. He, he wrote the first EP and um, most of how to live without blood with yeah. us. And then um, his girlfriend was pregnant. He found out while we were on tour and then that he was kind of just like, yeah, I got to do this. Right. Of and course. we're like, of course, dude, yeah. like no hard feelings, like whatever, like yeah. this is this, whatever. And then, you know, we toured as a three piece for a while that was those tours were a blast we toured just me mike and john and then i would play like guitar parts on bass for some parts and then we just like figured out how to play some of these songs i do
0: always liked watching you and you're playing chords on bass yeah which is and that's a mark hoppus thing yeah for sure for sure and i always loved that also dude the the bass player lead singer combo is just like so sick and you never see it. it you know what i mean yeah. it's like you in the starting line yeah like, dude that's Kenny that's you know i yeah. love
1: the starting yeah. line and like that's i loved too. it
0: the starting line is i mean i got into the starting line super late in life yeah uh when i was playing in that band um like my first band mm-hmm. and miscal was like we should cover uh leaving by the starting line yeah and he was like um and i was like i don't even know what that is and it was an album that at the time came out 10 years ago yeah this is, so this is like 2008 2009 yeah you know what i mean and uh and i was like oh my god like i fucking love this band you yeah know what I mean? uh and i i and then from there i went down actually i don't shouldn't say from there recently within the last year i went down the drive through records rabbit hole. Yeah. Dude. Just like, Cause I knew a few of the bands, but I was like, I never listened to anything else. Yeah. And Matt Cox is who we were watching like old drive through. Cause they used to do those drive through like concerts. DVDs
1: and shit. Yeah. Too? Yeah, yeah. So oh, we were watching rappers.
0: like on YouTube, they got a bunch of shit. So yeah. we were watching these, like, you know, these drive through records shows that it's like a bunch of different bands come out and play like three songs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we're watching, I'm like, dude, all these bands are so fucking good. Yeah. So I got into that recently. But anyway, this, the starting line was a band I got into after they were already, you know, doing their thing and that you know say it like you mean an album is just out of this fucking world it rocks
1: dude it's amazing but it's so
0: funny how i found them at such a crucial age and when i was first starting to write songs yeah and to this day post-prom that's the band we get compared to the most which is insane because i don't fucking hear it at all yeah but also um you know tiberia right yeah so alex tiberia when him and i first met and he heard my songs, he's like you are literally kenny from the starting line yeah i was like bro that's obviously the coolest thing i've ever heard <laughs> especially coming from somebody like alex liberia right um you know that's a the, really fucking the elder elderest seen right exactly yeah to, to hear me and go you sound like this really fucking good band yeah and i'm like whoa like but I, I i don't hear it at all but it is funny how and i was talking to dan about this too is how i will always listen anything dan mccormick does it's just like adam lazara to me like he's yeah just, cool and it's just that's that's his just childhood influence and i think we all have that, that yeah just, you just can't escape for you know sure what i mean yeah it's funny
1: yeah mine mine was always blink 22 and mark hoppus and i always had to like write away from it right you know what i mean and like it it was easy it was easier with it's easier now obviously it's whatever i feel like i have my own thing now yeah but like thousand percent yeah one of the most
0: unique voices
1: then it was around i'm just doing this
0: thank you yeah you're welcome I love that about you That you said that about me Dude you do man And, and, and a lot of people say that That's not That's yeah. not a just me thing And I, that's what makes Every project that you do So special It's just like Once you hear your You know what I mean Once you hear the muse It's just <laughs> like it's gonna be game over Yeah that
1: you know means I mean? a lot dude I like I like that Yeah That's like important to me Of course it is You know yeah, what I mean you like, sell,
0: but, but you got it And that's what Yeah And that's sick. why you just uh, you can't, can't give up dude Cause those yeah, Genesee Hotel sure. songs Are good And I can only imagine They're only gonna get better Thank you yeah you know, If I know anything about starting a band, I hope so. That first that (laughs) that first EP that any band drops is just like this is us figuring it out. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, true. And then like your next stuff is kind of like this is us. Like here it is.
0: Yeah, like I mean, dude, even post prom, like the changing weather EP is just like that was just dude. Those were just old unused, well kept things, songs and other me songs. Right. Right. just Like we just were going for it. And now this is the band. Right. Yeah. So that we do a second EP that's like okay, these were written. Even then we were still using some old material, you right, know, um, right. actually even on the new album we used some like old stuff that like Charlie and Devin had in like their first band that they thought was cool that yeah. we just you know, not a whole song, but just like key sure, like oh this part's to, sick, remember this. Yeah, yeah. But um you know, I think you know, the last EP we put out, especially like with like Cody's song and um like tunnel vision like it's like this is what we sound like yeah it's like just fucking yeah
1: this is our sound right and And then but you do the new record though like there's so much progression on it yeah you could see that like you you guys really found yourselves as like what you were gonna do as a five
0: right yeah I mean the thing was Again, as we started this band, we were so nostalgic of that like 2013 era Buffalo emo yeah, scene, right. you know, that it was like we just wanted to do that. That's how the band started. It was me and Charlie listening to Penitente, yeah, in my garage one day, and we were just like, we sh- I want to write songs Let's like do this, it. yeah. And so that's what we. And then eventually it was like, wait a minute, what do we all love? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's what makes Postground what it is because yeah, like, you know, like we all love like I mean at least like me and Charlie who are the main songwriters like we are all about third eye blind yeah jimmy Eat world mm-hmm. uh gin blossoms right you know menzingers like a lot of different like, menzingers is a, like that's a really cool one to like throw in there yeah, after like like yeah. throwing but it out still those fits with right. those like i mean take the time era away yeah, from yeah, it right it still fits into there i, think. I agree and, but also the starting line and blink mm-hmm. and um, and then Devin, like Devin loves like Manchester orchestra. You yeah. I mean? And that, I think we have that vibe as well. We have cool. that like big guitar yeah. and big drum parts. And... Yeah. airy and like, but full. Yeah. 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 yeah totally. I hear it. And, that. uh, yeah and we just Like I said at the beginning Like we just try not to Pigeonhole ourselves You know And right. just like Try to use all of our influences Devin also loves like Under Oath And shit like that and Sure John Vaughn just loves The Beatles And, Fou- yeah. and Fountains of Wayne Like cool. those yeah. are, like that, That's the, sick. that two that Those are his bands um, Which two amazing bands To choose as your influence For sure Yeah um, And I mean Nick loves everything We all love I would say um, yeah. Nick also is a big Like Death Cab guy Cool You know So like to throw that element right. Into it as well You know Is just like I mean I think Every, every band that I've named So far through that that all has something in common. You sure. Know what I mean? And you could all find like,
1: like if, you know, you can always make anything your sound. Totally. Right? Yeah. So it's like, if you're taking all of these, you know, great influences right. and like wonderful bands and then like making it your own and making yeah. it into your sound as well. Like that's what songwriting is all about. Totally. Totally.
0: And I think on our new record, I think what uh, I did really well is that, learned a lesson from the most the last EP we learned out is that I just have to stop trying to be Parker Cannon sure you know what I mean like I'm just I have a low speaking voice yeah. why am I trying to sing you know what I mean like yeah. these super fucking belty like yelly songs that I just are not in my wheelhouse right. and that was my thing that like I finally accepted like forever I was just always trying to outdo myself and push myself beyond my limits yeah. to like try to prove something and it's like no dude play to your strengths. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can sing really well in a low register. Sing in a low register. Right. Sing so that's here. Like, this yeah. is where your voice is. So that's sing why here. I think this this new record is gonna be really well uh or really well received. Um just because it's like I think a lot of us played to our strengths. Yeah, up, yeah. You
1: know. It is it'll be a lot more it'll be a lot more you guys. Yeah, you know totally. I, mean? I think I did that on the Queen of Heaven too, where like I can't I couldn't sit down with an acoustic guitar and sing, Shadow yeah. like, I'm not singing that. Right. I'm not. Yeah. It's not in my register. Yeah. But I wrote it because I was like, this is this. how this song I want like like to write be. a belty rock song. Yeah. And this yeah. is it. And like, yeah, it's yeah. just, that's not realistic. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's that was Tunnel Vision for me, for us, is that's the song that's it's fucking Capo 4, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, So it's dude. like, it's up there. Right. You know, and I'm sh- I'm yelling. Yeah. You know, and uh, every time we play that song live, it's like, we need to do it towards the end of the set, or like, my voice is shot for the rest of the set. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, and people really like that song, and that's what sucks. Yeah. No, I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. You
1: find yourself, like, doing stuff like that, and it's like, yeah. all right, well. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah so. I'm excited for it. I
1: think it's going to be awesome. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I'm excited for it Thanks, to come bro. out. It's going to be awesome. It is. Let's yeah. go back to uh, Drive through Records real quick. What's yeah. your favorite Drive Thru release?
0: Probably say it like you mean it. Yeah. Um, I really liked, I really, I don't love the whole thing, but there are a lot of really good songs on that. Um, The album's called Kings of Pop. Uh, oh, uh, what is that band called? Homegrown? Homegrown. Yeah. I like that. There's some that I can do without, but like, yeah. dude, that give it up song. Yeah, is like, dude. Give it up. Whoa, whoa. dude so like, sick dude that is to me like that song is that sound yeah like, that that song encapsulates that sound yeah of, like so well um that band is sick uh um i agree with you too on the like that whole record is not sick no but, but the
1: bangers are yeah exactly woo, yeah good.
0: and that's that's all i care about more than anything yeah you know yeah mean? um and I mean in that era too I feel like that was an era That like wasn't really So much about the albums It was about yeah. the the bangers Yeah As long as you can make a few bangers The rest of the album Doesn't fucking matter Right <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah I'm trying to think I mean obviously There was a lot of New Found Glory albums That I really liked Yeah right I don't know what New Found Glory albums Came out on Drive Through.
1: I think The first two Yeah probably. I think Nothing Gold Can Stay And Self-titled, self-titled right yeah. I think those ones are drive through. yeah records. that makes sense I mean I love all self-titled those, is like say. one of my favorite records, yeah of course but yeah. it's just you know that well, era what's funny
0: again was similar to my bleakly 2 thing was new with New Found Glory Catalyst was the first album I heard 2004 oh weird yeah just, so again I knew the songs right but I remember hearing all downhill from here yeah and being like whoa like right at nine years old like that with the screamy <laughs> part yeah, and yeah. the breakdown yeah, okay. Paul and me Dude, forget about it. Oh yeah, dude, As fucking it, yeah, riff. yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> like throwing my arms around my basement when South Buffalo going nuts, dude. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. And that was that was my why I was like, oh, I really like this band. You yeah, and like uh, Newfound Glory. So yeah. What about you for drive through? I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since I went down there. Um, There's a lot of those bands. Uh, uh, Finch is that what they're called yeah Finch that band is sick that was a band that I never heard of until I went down that rabbit hole and I was like they're dope yeah they're good Um, that uh something I mean the something corporate something
1: corporate probably my favorite release is leaving through the window yeah maybe or 40 hour train back to Penn that uh movie life record yeah oh I love it so much I Um, love everything um like Vinnie Caruana like okay I'm the Avalanche I love so much it's just like it feels like so punk without being so punk, right? Like okay. it feels so like street punk. Yeah. Without
0: being street punk. There was a lot it made that. me feel like a lot cooler yeah. like, to listen to Yeah. Well, that's what Drive Through was just very raw. That's yeah. what was cool about Drive Through is they were literally like the the misfits of the scene almost. It yeah. was just like uh very raw sounding. Uh, bands that were like, you know, they they weren't as big as Blink One Two, but they were just as good. Right. You know what I mean, they right. were just as good songs. The production might have not been to to that level, but right. the songs were there. And that's like
1: that was like a, a cult. You know what I mean? Yeah, like well, the, those right. bands are like, like just even just me wanting to talk about it more. Yeah. It's like that's like that feeling, like that yeah. era, like those bands were.
0: Yeah. Out of so this world good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, Alistair. Yeah Somewhere on Fullerton Is obviously like One of the best ones Of all time But the yeah. rest of that record Is like nothing Like Yeah That is one I, I tried to get into it And I'm just like Dude, Dude I agree There's only one good Fucking song I there.
1: agree Somewhere yeah. down in Fullerton Fucking rules Yeah But the rest of that record Just like doesn't do it for yeah. me And I tried so hard So many times For so many years Yeah
0: I was like Maybe I'll like this now And it's like nah Yeah I gotta pull it There's a I found a, a Spotify playlist Called uh, The absolute best Of drive through records I think it's called Yeah let me see if I can find it. Yeah, best of drive through records. Um oh hidden in plain view. That band Oh cool. yes, dude. Twenty uh, below is a banger. Yeah. Uh Midtown. Midtown. Dude, yeah. uh the only band on, on Drive through Records I don't give a shit about is Hello Goodbye.
1: I really like just two some out of their, there for me. I really like some of their stuff, but like then it gets oh, odd right dude, away.
0: A day at the fair. That fucking, I was never into a day at the uh, fair. That album, um, the one with the, like, the yellow silhouette on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Motherfucker. Uh, the Rocking Chair Years. First of all, amazing album name. Yeah. Uh, that whole album is, is so sick. Uh, That's what I'm
1: going to have to go back oh, and give dude, another try. Oh, Senses too. Oh, yeah. Senses yeah.
0: failed, dude. 187 yeah all right my computer's doing the thing again where the cpu cuts out which it did last week with charlie if you made it to the end so um i mean we were just at this point we're just <laughs> shooting the shit about drive through. so for sure um we could call it though. we're almost at the two hour mark uh, wow yeah dude it's crazy it goes by quick yeah it huh? felt like minutes yeah, right it's it's a good time um yeah. Muj, dude thanks so much for coming on me yeah, to come on uh you're a very uh um, important person in my, my entire upbringing uh as far as music and like I said, dude, even mental health and shit, listening to your records and shit. So uh very cool of you to come on and uh I'm so excited for Queen of Heaven this weekend, we're gonna have a good time. But
1: me too, I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. It was very fun to talk. I'll have on shit with you soon. Yeah. yeah, dude, let's
0: do it. Yeah, totally. I think uh once I'm gonna keep trying to do new guests and I think once yeah. I leave for tour and come back I'll try to I'll start repeating. So Okay, you know yeah, I mean? yeah.
1: Or I f you know, if you wanna just only have me, that's fine. Okay, I, we can do I'll, that. I'll I'll break it yeah. down to everybody else. Like, yeah. you know, right, yeah. this is not for you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: just me amused now. It'd be good. I think
2: people would like it. I am just talking
0: about punk all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Thanks for coming on. I love you, man. Thank you for having me.